Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. Shalom, aloha, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Whitfield Report live from Jerusalem. Because yeah. little known fact, know, uh, audience, if you didn't know, like uh, you know, I was born in Israel, uh, as as was Sam uh, Shmuley. Um, basically, we we are all born in Israel. <laughs> Everybody was born in Israel. Yeah, yeah, especially no. Joe Biden. Yeah. No, that that was <laughs> God. <laughs> that might be the funniest thing he's ever said. I mean, it's sad. It's like I was I was just just before we came out air, we were talking about this, and I was like, yeah, what I think it is, he's different than most people with like dementia and Alzheimer's. We were both talking about we had had family members who had something to that effect and they get trapped in time and it's really sad, you know, and, and you really, you don't want to break the illusion. And so like, um, uh, my wife's uh, grandfather towards the end, he was back in world war two on a ship and his wife came in to visit him and he's like, Oh, they let you on the ship. They're not supposed to do that. You know, that is like a normal dementia thing to happen where you get caught in time. But see, Joe Biden's different. He's built different. He's a compulsive liar. Pathological. <laughs> yeah. And so what happens when his brain's degrading is at one point there was a filter there where he knew if I say some shit, people are going to know that it's fucking bullshit. And so he could tone it down just a little. That part is gone. There is no regulator anymore. So whatever crazy bullshit in the moment he thinks would be a good thing to say, he's just going to say it. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, Israel's been fighting for a struggle for a long time, and I was born there. What? Well, are I you mean, saying, Joe, that you're not you're you're not qualified to be president because you weren't born in the United States? The funniest part of that is <laughs> it's not fucking true. Yeah, no, you, I the 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 funniest the funniest part of that was like was uh someone actually did like the community notes on uh x and uh the community note was was uh joe biden was born in pennsylvania and you know and you know whatever the year was year was and then and then it had, just had a link to his wikipedia Peter page yeah. so i will admit they the really need a community note but yeah you know, if you're gonna pull one it's uh yeah, like that. That well, that one's that one's just kind of funny, though. You know, too. Well, it's funny because it's so fucking basic that you would even have to do that. That because he said it, so you have to fucking say something and be like, "Uh, no, Joe, no, you." And of course, the mainstream media fact checkers—they ain't gonna fucking fact check him because they don't want you to know he said that. Right. <laughs> So they're not going to yeah. really report on it. Of course, they did report on it initially because they were all there live with his little press conference. And you could see, I, 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 I highly encourage everybody to look at the other camera footage. But um, 
for non 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 video non media people, they use something in a lot of these things called a hard cam. So the the camera at these press conferences, there's one main camera they're using for everything. But also it's a group full of journalists, right? So there's many many different camera angles. I saw one where you could see the crowd react to him. I don't know if anybody else has seen this. And there's people literally cringing. Like journalists, his biggest fans, the journalists in the fucking White House press pool are like, ooh, oh, you shouldn't have. Oh, no, Joe, why? Why, Joe? Yeah, because, like, here's the thing, right? Even with, like, here's the thing. It's getting harder and harder for them to, to spin stuff in favor of Biden. Like, yeah, they could, they could. They could what? spin stuff no, for Obama. Spin Hold on, they can spin this for Biden. They say he's the first Jewish president. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> well, but 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 yeah, it's a milestone, like... ladies and gentlemen. What a win for diversity! We got the first Jewish president. <laughs> didn't sake. didn't didn't he also say that that he grew up in like the hood and went to, and grew up in like yeah. the black. Like, yeah, like, yeah, no, he said he grew up in like what what would have been the hood in the late forties, <laughs> early fifties, or whatever. But yeah, like yeah, he's like he like you know people people give uh the Trump history like Twitter account like shit because you know it's just, it's just like a meme. You know, it's a meme generator of Trump doing stuff. Yeah, but we need a Joe Biden one, and all you got to do is take the shit that he actually says happened and then make a fucking AI picture of it, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah, Joe Biden being born in Israel. Or, you know, or, or here, here's, or, here's Joe Biden and Ice Cube shaking hands in the hood, you know, in fucking 1986. Like, yeah. This is where we're at. Oh, no. Oh, no. Everybody probably wants to talk about blowing up hospitals or something. Joe Biden's from Israel. That's the top story today. No, what's even even funnier about that to me, too, is that, like, I guarantee you that some of, like, the Wignat, like, troll accounts are now, like, spamming his, if they weren't, if they weren't already, like, now they're just going to, for sure. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like the 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 actual anti-Semite crowd is probably like, yeah. See, this confirms that Joe Biden's a Jew. <laughs> oh God, no. Yeah, no, no. Don't do it. Don't fall for it. Oh, don't, he, <laughs> don't he, fall for the trap, boys. He finally, he finally said the silent part out loud. We knew it. We knew it all along. You know. Well. <laughs> so yeah, like. Welcome to the current year. You know, this is this is why I'm always telling people, you know what I've been doing? I ain't been on fight. I, I even said this earlier, uh, I think today or yesterday on Twitter. I was like, a couple decades ago, you wouldn't have known about a war going on in another country. Because it wouldn't have been in your face 24-7. Even if it was on the news, they didn't have 24-7 news a couple decades ago. Right? Yeah. So if you didn't watch the 6 o'clock fucking news you didn't know what would you be doing if you weren't arguing about war on twitter maybe you should do that 
Because I'll tell you, arguing about Twitter, you ain't fucking winning any anything for your side or whatever, whatever side you want to fucking take. Yeah, I I, mean, take, I take the same side I said before. Uh, no blood or treasure on my end. No, no blood and treasure on the U.S. end. Other than that, I don't actually fucking care. Kill each other. Kill each other if that's what you fucking want to do. Clearly, on both sides, that's what they want to fucking do. What? Why are we gonna stop them? What's even the point? We're going to stop yeah, them for another five years and this is going to happen again. It happens every fucking 10 years. If they're going to fucking kill each other, I don't fucking care. That's It's fucking horrible. You shouldn't do that. And that goes for both fucking teams. Yeah. But if you're going to, it ain't my fucking problem. And don't make it my fucking problem. And I mean, to be clear, I and I won't speak for Mac, but like for me, like I said this last week and I'll say it again, I, I definitely like as far as like picking sides, if I have to pick one, like I, I've always been pro Israel and I'm sorry, Palestine, but you, but there is no way you can equate like, uh, like even if, like, even if you think that, uh, Israel is being oppressive, there's absolutely no way to justify going into, a peaceful music concert and butchering teenagers uh, and 20-somethings and then butchering children. You're um, not the good guys. Yeah. Right? You can justify it till you're blue in the fucking face, but you're not the good guys. Yeah. Uh, likewise, <laughs> though, hey, I'm, I'm, I'll say it like this. If you blow up fucking hospitals full of children, you might not be the good guy. I actually don't think there is a good guy. I think there's... Two, two guys that are uh, fucking acting out of line with each other that probably need to calm the fuck down, but won't. Yeah. Well, and, and, the- and Israel has their reasons, too. Like, they both, both sides have reasons for what they're doing. They both have reasons that they want to kill the other guy. I'm just saying, like, okay, go for it. But, like, it shouldn't be our problem because I don't want to kill either one. Right. Well, the other thing, too, is this... Like, if you look at the conflict, not only does this go back like 40 years, but this goes back to the, you know, basically to biblical time. It goes, it certainly goes back to the Crusades. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, and so the idea that we're going to solve this problem because, like, you know, we're in the United States and we're, and we're in the modern era, like, no, this, this no, problem. no, 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 not only that, but we're on fucking Twitter and we have opinions and that's going to fucking solve everything. Make, yeah. Just a few more hot takes, guys, and you will change the world. You break. No one actually cares, like, pro tip, no one actually cares about all these grifters' opinions on Twitter except that they give them little dopamine hits when they agree with them. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking stupid. I, 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 and, and by the way, like, when I say I'm pro-Israel, like that's the same take. That's the same take I've had for like, yeah. you know, forever, basically. And we had this conversation on the show a couple months ago before any war broke out, right? It's, it's yeah, you haven't you haven't <laughs> varied, but you know, saying like, oh well, Israel seems to be like maybe have more moral um, foundations as to what they're doing is not the same as saying, I think that they should kill lots of people, right? Right. Like, no, I I would prefer everybody over there stop killing each other. That's my preference. I don't know about anybody else. 
yeah, that I think I think anyone who's I think anyone who's rational would prefer that both sides stop killing each other. Yeah. But like I said, this thing goes back to, you know, at least biblical times. So, you know, I mean, I'm at not trying point, you're just going to say, let them fight. Yeah. Like if, if two guys want to fight, uh, you know, like because I, I tend to put it into like fucking pretty simple blue collar guy terms. Right. If you got two buddies. Right. And they're always fucking fighting. Every fucking time you fucking go out drinking, these two guys end up in a fucking fist fight, right? And they're both justified in their own way. This guy fucked that guy's girl 10 years ago, but this guy, you know, owes him money, right? They both have their reasons. But every time you go out, these motherfuckers are causing a scene, getting a fist fight, getting you kicked out of the fucking bar. At some point, you're going to just, Walk the fuck away. You're not going to, because you're getting kicked out because you're trying to break it up. And they're like, oh, all you guys get out of here. At right. some point, you you and your other buddies are going to be like, all right, we're me over here at the bar. You guys kill each other. We don't fucking care. Right? Beat each other to a fucking pulp. Get thrown out on the fucking curb. And we're going to be in here having a fucking drink and, and listening to some music. That's what I fucking think about the whole thing. Yeah. You can't um... stop the fight from happening. You, no matter how much you talk to one side, other side, you sit them down together. Both these guys are like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to fuck him up. All right. Then fuck each other up. And I mean, I hate to say this, but this, this, you know, this conflict will probably, you know, I'm not even saying this as like being black pilled or white pilled or anything, but this conflict between Israel and Palestine will probably outlive both of us um just yeah, because what's gonna happen about all this is gonna be what happened 10 years ago 20 years ago 30 40 50 yeah they're gonna um blow each other up for a little while then there's gonna be a ceasefire and we're gonna go back to the status quo and so all these hot takes that you're giving and all these predictions of oh it's the end of fucking gaza oh israel oh this that and the other thing all of it's gonna be wrong in a week because it's going to go back to the same cycle that they've been going through since before Israel was even a country. Now, having said that, folks, I am working on uh, getting getting a guest who actually is in Israel and uh, might be able to speak some, uh, on some of this. The problem, obviously, is, you know, whether or not they can be safe and also whether or not they'll have a stable connection. So I'll do my best to arrange that. I don't know. I don't know if we'll be able to do it live. I'll certainly let Max and Shmuley know if they can, you know, if they can make it work. If not though, you know, it'll, uh, it'll just be an interview between, uh, you know, my friend and I, I don't want to give too much away other than that, but, uh, well and that's the other thing, you know, speaking of this is a person that's there, that's a civilian, that's not making any yeah. decisions. I want to point out that when I'm talking about the two dudes fighting, those are the guys making decisions. And a lot of the people over there aren't the guys making decisions and they're just getting blown the fuck up or beheaded or whatever right. the fuck, horrific end that they're meeting. But it's hard for my heart not to go out for those people. But again, Ain't nothing I can do. Ain't nothing talking about it on Twitter. Ain't nothing we're gonna say on this show is gonna fucking change any of it. Right. I I will I will say though that like 
you know, one of the reasons why I want to have this person on the show is because I actually, I do think it it would be valuable to have someone who's actually on over there because mm-hmm. one thing I've noticed is, um, you know, a lot, a lot of the commentary I see on Twitter or, or other social media is, and Grant, I, I've been guilty of this too, so I'm not saying I'm, you know, I'm... I, I'd actually go perfect, a step further. I, I'd be but, open to having a Palestinian come on and talk about it too. Yes, yeah. but my but my point, yeah, absolutely. My point being is a lot of these people who come on Twitter are nowhere near the conflict zone at all. They're, right. you know, they're usually people, you know, tweeting from their living room or you know at with a latte and yeah it's 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 real easy to talk about how how bad all this stuff is when it's really not affecting you yeah or 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 to say we or to say we should do this or that you know whereas like even it even if it gets you know even if we have a palestinian who might disagree with us or you know have an or have an israeli on like those two people would be more like I, well, I, I feel be- like a, just a normie palace, not to cut you off there, but just a normie Palestinian who's not a part of Hamas necessarily. Right. Might disagree with us in terms of, uh, they, they might say, Hey, we're justified because of this, that, and the other reasons. But I bet you they agree with us when we talk about the actual violence. Right. Because we're saying violence like this, this is not good. Right, what's happening to what's happening to people is not good on both sides of it. You, you could say, "Oh well, it's terrorists," but I don't think three and four year olds getting blown up are terrorists. I also don't think they're oppressors, right? Yeah, like they're right. not. Like, either either of those things aren't true. They're just fucking normal people, and when normal people get caught in a conflict zone, it's fucked up. So yeah, right. I bet you we we would agree with them on a lot of that. No, and, and and all I'm saying is that like the people, the people who actually live over in that region are more justified to come on Twitter or social media than say, you know, your average American journo or just person in general who's you know who's in New York City and is saying, well, I've researched, I've I've worked for X Y Z Policy Institute for years. I have. I've never been over to the Middle East, but I've read books and I've studied. And I think perfect example was Nate Silver today saying, um, oh, you got to give journalists slack when they get things wrong because there's been so much misinformation about all this because it's a developing story. No, motherfucker. Actually, we don't. You, You know what happens is when you put out false information because you're trying to rush to fucking print not print anymore but you know what i mean right yeah. you're trying to rush your fucking newspaper out to sell fucking newspapers and you get it wrong no we don't need to cut you slack you're a scumbag right and and yeah like there in their actual accounts like from people on the ground like like my friend uh i mean i will say her name because i think she deserves it but uh etna hatched on uh I'll actually pull her uh, account up. She actually runs a Substack, and uh, let me see if I can. I was I was looking at that. You mentioned it uh, last week, and I, and I read some of it, and I, I it's pretty good. I'd like to talk to this person. Like I said, I would. I think it'd be cool if we could get a pal. Like I don't want to talk to anybody from Hamas. 
Right. Uh, but like a Palestinian who's not affiliated with the, the, the problem is, is that people forget that Hamas isn't just a terrorist organization. They're also the government. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's what they I was getting. Yeah. And that's what I was getting into an argument with, with Mia Khalifa Sims about last week, because they don't seem to understand that like that. Yeah. She actually is kind of maybe not on purpose advocating for, Hamas, but uh, you know, interesting thing happened today is my wife, you know, uh, she doesn't pay much attention, right? And she messages me uh, as she's taking the kid to the bus stop because she's going through TikTok, I would assume, or, or something like that. And she says, "What's what's supposedly the right side in this whole Israel thing?" And I was like, "The right side for you is to be honest and say I don't know anything about it." And I feel very bad when people are being killed. That's the right side for most people. Right. Because you don't know that much about it. You know what I mean? And no matter how much you know about it, somebody's going to bring you 10,000 other things you didn't know. This is a very complicated, long-running conflict. And the arrogance to think that you have the hottest take in the fucking world on it is pretty laughable. And, and my wife is like, yeah, but all these people that I look up to are saying, oh, the poor Palestinians. And, and, but I, I, she's, she's seen other things that suggest that that's not the case. And I was like, yeah, because it's more complicated than that. And those people just don't know they're, especially on TikTok, And and they're mostly going to be women that aren't like political commentators that she's talking about. Right. And I'm like, look, they see dead baby pictures and they get real sad. Right. They don't know what's actually going on over there. And so, no, I wouldn't take the, I was like, there is no right opinion on it. There's a fashionable opinion on the left, which is that Palestine and Hamas are great or something. And then on the right seems to be that Israel can do no wrong. Seems to be the prevalent opinion among a lot of, at least the neocons. Right. But, but most people's opinion on it is going to be, I don't really know a lot about that, but it's terrible that people are killing each other. Like, that's a normal opinion, especially for women who aren't politically active to have. Right. Yeah. Never never pretend that, you know, and I told her, never pretend that, you know, more than you do about it, because that's pointless. You're just going to make a fool of yourself. Well, and even if and even if you supposedly do know, you know, like you and I are both pretty into politics, but even so, like I'm sitting back and like. Yeah, I'm I'm still taking in, you know, information too because you know, again, th- this is one of those things that change where things change so often. And like I said, the media itself is now saying, "Oh, we're getting things wrong cuz we're moving too fast in our coverage." Well, then shut the fuck up. Yeah. If you don't have the facts, if you don't have things in order, if you're saying something that's flat out fucking wrong, you should be held accountable for that. Yeah. So, uh, this is, and uh, this is Edna's, uh, Substack. Uh, she runs a, a Substack called Clown World. Now she is all, she is, she is an American, uh, Israeli. She, she's from the States and then her, she met her husband, uh, in Israel and then moved there. And, uh, she's, she did like a lot of, uh, stuff about, uh, the jab on her subsect, that's kind of where she became uh, 
sure you know popular i guess um but yeah like i've known her for a long time because she and i were in similar circles and we kind of you know drifted apart but we've stayed in touch and uh you know on the israeli side like i would say that like she's probably one of the better people to uh follow so go and subscribe to her sub stack um i've reached out to her but you know communications over there are you know understandably not always the best so um yeah, yeah and, and i i think it, it would be great to have somebody over there talk about just the day-to-day reality like how close are you to the bombing what do you do when a bomb bombing happens right. you know like these these are well, because that will fuck your whole life up if you think about it well and also like the other thing though too is like even if you're nowhere near the bombings but your whole life has to get interrupted every time there's like a bomb alarm or something that could be like right. you know like a, a, a crazy thing your kids are at school and the bomb thing goes off well now you don't know you know, th- these well, are the things that I think about. I think about normal people. I don't yeah, know. well, well, one of the things that I, I don't give a know, fuck about jihadi fighters or the IDF. I, I, I care about Joe Schmo. That's me. Yeah. No, one of the other, the, one of the, I in, care about U.S. soldiers, and that's probably the only group of soldiers that I really care about. Yeah, me, me, me too, uh, pretty much. No, but, like, one of the things that she mentioned to me a few years ago, like, in private, is that, like, you know, Israel is like a pretty nor is like a pretty yeah. normal place. Like it's when a fir- it's know- a first world nation for the most part. And until so you wander into Gaza. And so, you know, like I would also like to ask her about that. Like, what is life normally like? Because I think people ha- kind of have this perception that like Israel is constantly at war and like well, it's- because because it is, like that's the thing though. I think the answer might surprise you because they get the 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 little rockets all the time that is yeah. like a daily occurrence well yeah but they, but they think it's like they think it's like a you know like a war tour and you know like right well if you don't live right next to the border right you're not gonna hear it you're not that's not gonna affect your life but it, it is a daily occurrence uh, yeah so especially man i just would suck to live be a normal joe schmo doing your nine to five living on the border and your office gets rocketed in the middle of the fucking lunch or whatever. Like. But, you know, I think her point, too, at least when I talked to her last, was that, like, Israelis, they don't live in fear because, like, you know, because you, you can't, like, you know. No. To some degree, I mean, to some degree, there's a dread, I'm sure. The next time we get told to shelter, you know, I'm going to have a panic attack. But in terms of we're not getting told to shelter right now, I'm not afraid of it. Right. right. Yeah, it, it it has to be fucked up. I've talked to people in plenty of different places that are uh, war-torn or partially war-torn, and it's always the same story. You know, I might not have been right there, but it still affects my life. Yeah. No, I mean, like, one of my, one of my friends... When you send your kids off to school, you do have to have in the back of your mind, like, could something happen? Oh, yeah. No, one of my... And as an American, we can relate to that now. Yeah. (laughs) Ugh. Not good, but you know we can relate. Yeah. That. Yeah. But Um, uh, you know, enough about all that. 
let's talk about what the people want. Uh, we got this. What? Um, um, I guess she's a member of the SS Sniper Wolf. <laughs> yeah. That, am I reading? So okay. So some Nazi girl docs the guy. Is that what I got out of this? Well, not just that, Max, but, but apparently, like, some Nazi girl, like, made YouTube partner and, like, has been a YouTube partner for years. And, like, you know, like, I thought YouTube was, like, anti-Nazi and, like, you know, they, they, banned, they banned me. And yet, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're monetizing formal Nazi girls. Like, what's up with that? Like, maybe yeah. I mean, why else is there SS in her name, right? Like, who else uses those initials? Think about it. The, no, That's pretty it, specific. In, in all seriousness, though, and like, also a reference to being a sniper and a wolf. What could be more fucking Nazi than her name? Riddle me that one. <laughs> No, like it, it all. If that was on a Nazi forum, it would be the normal name, right? Everybody be like, "Yeah, of course, SS Sniper Wolf." No, no, in all seriousness, so like I was actually because I don't know anything about this chick, but like I was like, "Wait, how is she like Marcus Brownlee levels of like? How is she one of the top like partners at you know just that name like like I you know I Simps. yeah." No, no, like no, but yeah, I know she's a far leftist. I've heard of her before. She was the one that uh, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, was involved with the bully hunter failed project. She's already hated, and I'm gonna do a thing um, that some people aren't gonna like, and I'm gonna defend her if that's all right. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm. Yeah, curious. she didn't dox anybody, so I don't know what everybody's on about. This guy's information was out publicly before that. All she did, bro, if you weren't mad at Frank Hassel at Boogie's house, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up because you don't but, know what you're talking about because you're a hypocrite. But, but but Max, but Max, she has boobs uh, or something. And or then, something. yeah, that's the other part. See, I was prone to be on that guy's side up until I watched the video of him crying about a hundred Oh, God, there's an attractive 110-pound woman outside. I got to call the police. Like, fuck you. You emasculated soy boy piece of shit. You lost all sympathy from me that you would ever have. Just because people don't like this bond, that's why they're so amped up about it. It's not because she's in the wrong. It's because they don't like her. And I don't like her. But I'll still defend... Because hey, I don't I don't actually see a problem with a public, well-known public figure. So another well-known public figure goes to their fucking house. What what is everybody? Everybody's acting like she was gonna kill him or something. Fuck yo, come on. Well, I mean, grow up. Yeah, I mean, more, so Morpheus knows a lot more about this situation than I do. I bet and he 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 is in the chat. By the way, he's. He should come he on. Says, I keep telling him. He says, uh, he says you he says YouTube are simps. Well, yeah, they might be, but also like oh yeah, YouTube are massive simps. That's true. I agree. What let's be honest, she almost makes a shit ton of money for the platform, which is which is why she has like this is the other thing too, though, that really kind of irritates me is like is like even Razor Fist and like all these base people like YouTube should ban her 
And I'm like, right. Cause they don't like her. So they immediately rich to the work. They give her the least generous interpretation of events and, and flip their fucking lid because they don't like her. Yeah. But like, but like, these are all, the, these are all the same people who like, you know, in, including me who are, who are usually like, uh, you know, banning is bad. Uh, I mean, that's why we're on rum rumble. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, so okay. So Wait, more, I just figured it out. Yeah, banner. No banner. Get her a rumble contract. She's popular, right? Have her fucking bring her fans over here. So that yeah, that that actually would help this platform. Platform. No, more Morpheus does Morpheus's point, and I, I did kind of miss that on this. Morpheus's issue is the issue is she's been giving grace. A man would have been banned already. Frank Castle's not banned. Um. Okay. Well, yeah. That that's. Uh, J- Jesse P.S. went to Ralph's house. He's not banned. Well, uh, yeah. I could name I could name a whole bunch of people that have gone to somebody's house on stream and aren't banned that are men. Al- Alan, so... Alan, Al- Alan Powell, who drove in a circle and made Verse think he was coming to his house, house, isn't banned. Uh, I. Well, the Whitfield report is banned. Uh, well, um, right, because we did um, stuff that was real wrong, like talk about your grandfather's passing or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah. No, you could go to Boogie's house to fucking harass him. You could do all this shit, but you talk about your fucking your dead grandparent, and that's the end with you. Yeah. Motherfuckers are worried about all this. Nah, I don't give a fuck about Sniper Wolf. I don't give a fuck about it. You think... Yeah, of course YouTube's gonna do that. Stop fucking giving YouTube your fucking attention. If it's really that big of a problem, and it should be, maybe. Maybe it should be that big of a problem, but you're still watching YouTube. Right? You're still... Okay, YouTube is fucked up. We all agree it's fucked up. I try watching less of it. The The... I, the issue for me too is like the, the well the bigger issue for me at least like, is it, like are... his point is the the uneven enforcement and I agree with it there is uneven enforcement I just don't think it's it's exactly like he's saying oh a man would have got banned because like, there's examples of men doing exactly the same thing well, well the, no, the doctor the disrespect other... doctor disrespect took a fucking camera into the fucking bathroom at TwitchCon and didn't get banned. Well, the oh yeah, I forgot about. And there that. were no. miners in there. My my whole thing is, uh, I mean, yeah, you can get you can get mad at like people can get can get mad at Sniper and say that she should be banned. But my whole thing, this goes back to YouTube. That'll needs be the best thing her. that ever happens to her. By the way, if you want her to get banned, you're basically putting money in her pocket. Yeah. Then. Well, think of this, think of this, Sims. Then she she's going to cry victim and get a good contract with either Kick or Rumble or one of these other companies. So, if you want to put money in her pocket, by all means. Or you know, or she might finally start like an OnlyFans, and you know, let's let's be honest, that's what you Sims want her to do, right? So, like, that's I, a win-win, really. I, I, you know, I. She might have an OnlyFans already for all I know. I don't, you know, like I said, I don't know really anything about her. I just, I find it funny that like people are calling her to be, 
to be another bad. example another example that people don't seem to have a problem with pedal hunters do the same thing only worse all the time yeah nobody, nobody has a problem with the motherfuckers that went to edp and said hey you were talking to this fucking girl right well but didn't they dox him no, it's, yeah. there is uneven enforcement, but there's also uneven interpretation of events. Like, like this is not something that rises to the level of vitriol I see, to be quite honest. And so I'm, I'm gonna take up for her just to irritate people. Um. Also, yeah, the, true. Well, okay. So more says actman joked about doxing youtube employees and he lost monetization for like two months i'd be fine with a month demonetization because at least it's something. she didn't dox him show me where she doxed him yeah i mean that she went she went to his publicly known address but show me where she actually doxed him well well because i guess like she showed again i'm I am actually in agreement with you, Max. I'm just saying that, like, I she showed information that was already publicly available. Yeah, that's yeah, not that's, so that's not what docs means. If you use docs that way, you're using it wrong. Yeah, well, well, people, well, people use docs wrong all the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, why I get accused. I've been accused of doxing Johnny Fox, and I'm like, bitch. Well, if, I, if I doxed Johnny Fox, you'd all know a lot more about him. Let me tell you. Well, like I have all that information. People sent me all kinds of shit about them that I never put out, right? Because well, people, it wasn't publicly available information. Well, people, um, well, you know, well, people accused like my group of like swat of like swatting Owen Benjamin. Yeah, and, but that's true. Well, it was it was it wasn't even. Sorry, I had to. It, it, it well. It wasn't even even us though. What happened was like what was he was yelling and screaming, and one of his one of his neighbors called uh, called the sheriff sheriff's office, and what and one sheriff came to the door to like you know just make sure that his kids were okay. Like that's not that's not the same thing as calling a, calling a wellness check is kind of fucked up, but yeah, that's not a swatting. Well, yeah. Well, calling well the fact that one of his neighbors called the wellness check that's not fucked up like that's just his neighbor probably didn't even know that he's like a streamer or anything like that true so, yeah i kind of that, kind of let that part gloss by me yeah if it was a neighbor i'm saying hey look yeah swatting's fucked up it look going to somebody's house like that is fucked up it's not doxing right it's not and, the same thing right. as doxing right and it, it right all, all i'm the the only reason why I bring up the Owen thing too is like, if you're going to throw terms around like doxing and swatting, like they had actually better be like doxing and actual swatting. Well, no, you know, like, I mean it doesn't have to, but you're not going to con convince somebody like me when I look at the facts and I'm like, well, this isn't what doxing is, right? Yeah. Now, well, granted, hey, I'm a weirdo, you know, I'm an outsider, and so yeah, you can convince everybody. Oh, she doxed him. Oh, she doxed him. There's everybody's saying that. Right. Without question, everybody's agreeing on that except me. I get that I'm in the outlier here, but the fact is, if you look at the definition of what doxing really is, she didn't do that. Straight up, she didn't do that. Yeah. Was it, my... was it, was it meant to intimidate that guy? 
yeah, but she's 110 pound broad. Like that's the that's the other side of it is he's crying. Give well, me a fucking break. S- supposedly she said that she just wanted to talk too, and I, I don't know. Like maybe maybe she did. Maybe the guys. I just... doubt if he went out there, she was gonna fucking murder him, like he was acting. Yeah, come I mean, on. She... she probably did want to fucking talk, dude. Like what? Like what? It's either that or intimidate him, one or the other. She, I mean, oh, she oh. doesn't. She doesn't like. Uh, damn it! I'm going to have to look a picture. I don't even know what she looks like, but like. I can't imagine that she looks too intimidating at all. Like she's, she's, she's a, my, you know, a mildly attractive. I, I'll be, I'll give a range. I think she's between 110 and like 150 pounds at most. She's just a chick, right? Oh, she's just a nondescript. She's not a big one. She's a small woman, if anything. Yeah, yeah. she's a. She's a girl that wears like one of those choker things and nerdy glasses and has yeah. boobs. Yeah, she's right. not. She's not like. She's not intimidating at all. Yeah, like imagine if I was outside your fucking house, then maybe you'd cry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, I, yeah, there's a Sasquatch outside. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, like I like. Like I like I, could I actually, I actually uh, uh Morthea said she's a solid six, maybe. Yeah, six or seven, something like that. She's not but but like it's not even the attractiveness, it's the intimidation factor we're really talking about. Yeah, I'm because yeah, he's well, a grown man and he was crying. Yeah. Oh semi-attractive girls outside my house. <laughs> Talk about like this is zoomers in a nutshell, isn't it? Oh, there's a girl. <laughs> what do I do? Give me a fucking grow some nuts. Put down yeah. the soy. Pick up a fucking <laughs> bottle of Jack Daniels or something. Jesus fucking Christ. I my my whole mantra now is I, I tell I tell guys to eat a steak. And what do I and literally guys, you some of you guys really do need to eat beef. Oh rat. Red meat's not good for you. Uh, maybe not in excess, but for but for crying out loud, some of you guys do need iron or something in in your diet, or you know. But yeah, but but like, so that I don't completely let this bitch have a pass because she doesn't deserve a complete pass on this. She is clout whoring. She is. Uh, apparently he was crit- criticizing her for doing like the reactor content bullshit saying she's content stealing. So, so she, her response to that was to use it as a way to try and make a viral thing happen where she gets lots of attention for clout. Yep. That's exactly what she did. Yeah. If y'all think she's going to get punished for it, you're suckers, your marks. If you think YouTube is ever going to be fair, Sorry to break it to you. It's not. They don't care about independent creators except the ones that break that glass ceiling and get into the fucking club, dude. And you're not one of them. Especially if you don't have a channel. You're just a viewer. You comment. They don't fucking care about you. I can prove that. They're going to shut off your ability to fucking watch YouTube if you don't fucking get rid of your ad blocker. So they don't care. 
independent creators, they don't care. It might have built their platform. They don't fucking care. They want to be, they don't want to be YouTube. They want to be CorpoTube. Well, one well, well, that's that's the that's the other thing too is the reason why they're not demonetizing her is because she is part of CorpoTube. She has. Yeah. She uh, broke through that ceiling and became one of the fucking crew. I'll just uh. I'll, now I'll, she probably sucked quite a few dicks to do it, but she got there. I mean, probably allegedly. Right? Allegedly, she sucked a lot of dicks. I mean, I mean, allegedly she sucked like a lot of dicks. Like she allegedly sucked so many fucking dicks, dude. Well, well, she didn't suck my dick. I can, I can. Not uh, yet. Not yet. Just wait. What? One day, one day, Sam, you're just going to be sitting there and you're going to be like, what the fuck? It's going to be Sniper Wolf allegedly sucking your dick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because she wants that sweet, sweet rumble money. Because uh, let me tell you, she's gonna get banned off YouTube, and then she's gonna come over to Rumble. So, um, but no, she has yeah, she has thirty point one million subscribers. Yeah. Like, and that's just looking at Google, right? Like, mm-hmm. like clearly, like clearly, YouTube. And like, I bet, you, I bet you that number jumped up quite a bit since this all happened too. Yeah, yeah, the, people being like, "Who the fuck is this? What's going on?" Yeah, that that's kind of my point. Is like, is like, yeah, people might people can complain. Yeah, it's unfair standards, but like, yeah, she's she's uh she's making money for YouTube. She's kind of one of their golden gooses. Yeah, and like, you're not the guy complaining about it. Yeah, if anything, you're you're ad blocking. You're costing them money, and they want to shut you off. Yeah, it, it sucks, but it's uh, you know, it's break it's, the fucking uh, monopoly, bros. Like, stop. Like, if, okay, YouTube bad. Like, even if you disagree with my take, and you probably do about Sniper Wolf, I agree. YouTube's fucked up, bad, unfair, all that. But yeah, it's not going to change because you complain about it. We we've we've talked. You have to actually stop giving them your money, which in this case. Uh, anything that's free you're the product by the way but what they uh, actually after is your attention if you continue to give youtube your fucking attention in in terms of minutes and clicks then why the fuck would they change anything yeah no i mean and look this is like one of the things is like people you know like I, i i still do have a youtube channel like that's under my name the reason why i don't you know and that's not a band like we did stream uh like one of the debates the reason why though i don't really use it is because i don't want to go back to uh youtube because the way i and i mean i know that this is kind of going to be a bad analogy but youtube is kind of like an abusive like you know partner and you know spotify and like rumble you don't want to feed the beast yeah you've done enough feeding of the beast and got nothing in return that's why the abusive uh, relationship is is sort of apt is like you've done everything you were supposed to do like hell yeah barely fucking cuss and uh you know all that and you it didn't matter it didn't matter because she he still turned around and smacked you upside the face yeah and look are you gonna go back 
after that, no. Why would you? Or if you do, then everybody looks at you like a battered wife. Yeah, and look, I and look, I or get they it. Should look at you that way. And look, I get that. I get that. As far as like commenting and whatnot, it's you know, it's it's easy because you know, YouTube is like I get it. YouTube is more polished than Rumble, but Rumble is catching up, and it's not. I just because YouTube is more. Convinced. But is that worth it? If you think it's so unfair, right? Because we're not talking about somebody that's just arguing for YouTube that loves it. We're talking about people right. that actually kind of hate it. Well, okay. Is it worth it? So what you can put your comment or what you can watch, you know, uh, corpo videos that you like is, is it worth it? If it is, then I'm sorry, but it's hard to take you seriously about the sniper wolf thing. Yeah, or you know what I mean, because if you really cared about the fucking injustices of YouTube, you'd just stop using it. I'll I'll, I'll tell you one. It's of not the things... like there's no alternative anymore. That used to be true, but that's not true anymore. Well, like I'll tell you, like uh, not to like not to sidetrack too much, but like as I mentioned to you privately, and I I know that you actually saw some of this, but like I interviewed my friend Eric uh, Bishop who is an independent author. I watched uh, the whole thing, by the way. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys haven't checked that episode out, it's on Spotify and uh, I'm going to upload it to Rumble as well, but it, it's, it's terrific. And, you know, it was a pretty you talked about the struggles of independent creation and, and where to go. And at least in terms of uh, authorship, um, but it applies to everything now. And you guys kind of talked about that too. Yeah, well, also, though, like, there were, there, you know, it was a pretty, it was like an intense conversation, but there were a few areas where, like, we we did dive into things, and I kind of, like, there were a couple moments in my head where I was kind of like, I'm glad I'm not putting this on YouTube, because, like, there is a part where Eric and I talked about, like, special interest in politics, and, mm -hmm. you know, that might sound a bit conspiratorial, and, you know, YouTube, like my point being is, and no YouTube. guest on the show, by the way, would we ever censor, right? Right. But and when we're on YouTube, we would have to. Just yeah, because you have a norm, a, like a normie, but a little conspiracy fucking. That's enough for you to get banned. Yeah, and see, and Eric, or how about I, I, I don't think anybody should take the jab is enough for you to get banned. Well, you know, I that's not my opinion, but we would absolutely let somebody have that opinion on this show. Right. Or, or someone like, or someone like, like Eric who asked, uh, you know, does the president really have all of, all of the power? Right. You know, that, that's kind of one of the premise, even talking fiction, because here's the other thing, uh, Google, YouTube is run largely by AI, right? And it's pretty smart, but even so they might not be able to, they might not be able Disagree to agree on how smart it is, but I, but I mean, I know what you mean. Well, okay, yeah, it, it's it's smart. It, it's smart up until you get Eric Bishop, who's talking at like, you know, well, well, my books are political thrillers, and it might, it might accidentally slap his uh his like book promos as not safe content or something like like that. And and I and yeah. I told and I told him that because he he asked, he asked me after the interview like. Dude, why did you get banned off YouTube? And I'm like, honestly, I have no, 
I have no idea because they still don't, they still don't tell me. So, yeah. All we can have is educated guesses. But the problem is, is that you didn't even get, this is a p thing people don't understand. You didn't get three strikes. You just I got did. booted. Yeah, no, I got, I got two and then I got booted and they didn't, they told me I violated community guidelines. Which community guideline did I violate? Mm -hmm. Didn't say. And 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 the reason I'll always go back to you got banned for talking about your your relatives passing is because that's what you were talking about when you got banned. Yeah, and they didn't a... say they didn't say it was from an old show. You no. were live on the air and you got banned, and so I am going to assume forever until they prove otherwise, until they say otherwise. That that's what you got banned for. Because since yeah. they don't say otherwise, that's what you were talking about at the moment it happened. Yeah, literally at the at the moment yeah. it happened. Yeah. So, you know, so if they're we gonna obviously know that's not the case, it's a bit of us being kind of sarcastic, but also okay, it, YouTube, you don't want us to say that's what you banned him for, then why don't you tell the man what you banned him for? Yeah. And that and that's what I'm saying too. Like if they're if they're gonna if they're gonna ban me for that, well then shit, they'll definitely ban and you know yeah. a nice guy like like Eric who's just you know because they don't their 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 AI isn't that smart. And that that's the other thing too is like they might actually think that Eric is into some dangerous conspiracy, you know, dangerous, yeah theory. <laughs> Dangerous asking questions is usually the case. That's why people don't like yeah. to ask a lot of questions. Well, I had a problem with that right here on this show not that long ago. I was asking questions, and all of a sudden, yeah. Well, so well, so does well, so does he. Uh, by the way, you should, if you uh, go buy Eric's book, uh, "Ransomed Daughter," available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble uh, too. Uh, nice. Also, I, I showed this. Uh, I showed this on uh, Instagram, but I did get uh, an autographed copy nice. uh, too. This is one of the benefits to uh, you know pre-reading books, and uh, you know, listen, this show has also been known for uh, interviewing people who who become famous before they become famous uh i.e ben shapiro and i think i mean we so here's one of the cool things is uh yesterday i guess uh i don't know who it is but someone i guess who is a fan of eric bishop is also a fan of kurt doolittle because someone made uh the comment on my instagram like oh and i see that you interviewed kurt doolittle too that's all and it, what and like the thing you have to understand is you wouldn't think that people who are into the political thrill and novel novel genre would be into Kurt Doolittle, but they are apparently. So that is kind of cool. Well, you know, he's an interesting guy. Uh, we've been, you know, that, that if people don't know how that happened, it's just me. Shmuley have known Kurt for years, right? Yeah. We we're always interested in his philosophy and stuff. And, um, we just asked and, and he doesn't do a lot of interviews, but it was us asking It's lends a little bit of credence to it. And, and then he'll come, he'll come back. He said, he'll come back. Uh, you know, 
He's working yeah, on yeah. right now. I think what the Institute, not to go off on like a kissing Kurt's ass thing, but I think what they're doing is really good is the Institute. For those that don't know, Kurt Doolittle runs the Propertarian Institute, um, which is obviously the philosophy that he's uh, sort of, I guess, founded or associated with. And the Institute is now doing a lot of things that I think are really wonderful. They're providing resources for young men regarding um, uh, mental health that's not through the lens necessarily of just Medicaid young guys. They're um, trying to get guys, uh, you know, skills. Uh, there's a whole list of services that they are providing men who associate themselves with the Institute. And if, if you're a young man looking for services on how to better yourself as a man and you don't have a lot of guidance, I really, really recommend uh, go check out the Propertarian Institute and Kurt Doolittle. Yeah, um, they're doing really great work out there. And uh, we're lucky to uh, to uh, be friends with this guy. Um, he's such a wealth of knowledge, and I'm ever thankful that he came on the show at all. Yeah, uh, it's a great. No, thing. No, I I am too. And uh, you know, Eric Bishop, like I've I've known him. Uh, I've known him through. I first met him on Facebook through a through like a thriller author group, and uh, he actually like I. I knew him even before he published his first book. So when he published his first book two years ago, he came on my show back when it was on, you know, YouTube still. And that's up on Spotify as well. And, you know, so like I've, I've interviewed him for every book that he's published and, uh, you know, just hearing him talk, like moving from traditional publishing to indie publishing, uh, you know, that was pretty interesting. And also like he knows he knows uh Jack Carr, who is probably the biggest name in political thrillers mm. right now. Um that's what actually... I found most interesting was the publishing stuff. Um obviously because I I dealt with a little bit of that in dealing with uh, the Johnny Fox problem. Yeah, oh yeah, it, yeah. It's so funny because Johnny Fox was like doing the the opposite of every good bit of advice. <laughs> so I'm watching you interview one guy and he's retarded and I'm watching you interview your friend who's an actual author here and I'm like hey if Johnny Fox had literally done any of that he still wouldn't be anywhere because he's an awful oh, we, yeah, we got yeah. into this earlier he's a bad writer so it's not like he could have done better no well well that's that's the other thing that's the other thing though too is like but Eric's uh, not a bad writer no, Eric's Eric's a fantastic. So people writer. buy his books because they're good. Well, but also, Fox, nobody buys his books because they're not good. Well, but also like Johnny Fox is working off the old model of publishing, which is that you have to set is which is that you have to sell like a million books to be like successful. Whereas like most authors will only sell most indie authors like if you sell twenty books in a year, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to point that out. That's where why I even brought it up. I didn't think it was even worth talking about, except for one thing. Because of the Johnny Fox thing, when he said he had a contract with Penguin Random House, right? Yeah. And I called Penguin Random House. <laughs> I, did, you, I, I still have the video yeah. up. You can totally watch this video. I call Penguin Random House and I say, This guy says he worked with you, but I don't believe him. I'm just kind of calling to see, like, do you have this guy on? No. And they referred me to the legal department. 
So while I'm looking into all that, Penguin Random House actually was in a massive uh, class action lawsuit. Yeah. And so this came up and I'm, I started reading the articles about it. One of the interesting things I found about this all is that 90 plus percent of all authors signed to Penguin Random House, this came out in the trial, sell less than 12 copies of yeah. all of their books combined. Yeah, that. Yeah, and that's one of the things that Eric brought up brought up in the uh, you know in the in the podcast, and uh, which is why they're basically going out of business. Like Barnes and Noble is is taking a hit. Um, yeah. All these major companies are taking massive hits. Some of them are going out of business because the traditional publishing model isn't like that. Like you can't like because they'll print a thousand copies, and if they sell twelve, yeah, kind of fucked. Print to order works great for the guy that sells 12 copies. And also, like, nobody really, uh, nobody he also, really. He also, I want, I just want to address one other thing Eric said that was really interesting that the benefit of oh, yeah, the traditional do. publisher that he brought up as to why he stayed with it for so long makes a lot of sense because he just wanted to write the book. He's not an editor, he's not, um, you know, he doesn't do art, et cetera, et cetera, right. or he can, but like, it's a lot of extra work, whatever. I, I'm not sure if he said he could, or it doesn't matter if he could, it was much easier for him yeah. to say, I'm going to write this, send it in, have somebody edit, make a cover, write the blurb on the back for me. And then for, that's, that's it. And that's why he stayed traditional as long as he did. Yeah. And he, and he said, he said he still has a couple of projects that you know he will shop around to to, to, to uh traditional publishers but you know that is like the other thing like i i think as far as like notability i don't think i don't think like i don't think like having your book get noticed like has the same amount of like notability as it once did like maybe 30 years ago yeah sure but like you know now like like uh you know john scalzi is like one of the biggest names in science fiction and he's he's self-published like all his books you know so um i mean razor fist self-published a couple of his own novels. well i mean but talking about self-publishing nobody does more of that on a larger scale and and probably to more personal effort than the uh, the tabletop gaming community, the the RPGs. Yeah, um, I know a lot of those guys that self publish. They go through. Um, there's one. It's specific to RPGs, and it and it's kind of good in that right. It's drive through RPG. I've had some problems with them in the past. They have censored people that I like, but overall, it's it's a net positive for independent uh, game creators. They can put their stuff right up there and sell it to the masses, and the benefit is because it's an RPG exclusive site, the people looking on it are already your target audience. Uh, things right. like that that have a niche and can create a community like that tend to be much more successful. It's actually uh, with what you've written and what he's writing a little tougher to get like a thriller or something like that because you sure. have to find your market rather than, okay, these are guys that play RPGs. I'm going to put my stuff in front of those guys. They're more likely to buy it. You actually have to find people that are yeah. more likely to, and you kind of got to market it yourself, especially independently. 
But even oftentimes now with traditional publishers, this is why they're selling less than 12 copies per author is because they're not putting out all that promotion on it because they know it's useless in a lot of cases. See, I, I, I guess her, I guess for me, I didn't find it to be that hard because like a lot of, a lot of the skills that I've done for like promote from promoting the book are things that I learned when I was promoting this back. Not so much that it's hard. And, it's that you have to do it. Right. Right. Um, Rather than having a built-in audience right there, you actually have to make a few uh, steps to put yourself in front of an audience that might be favorable to you. Yeah. And that's kind of what he was talking about with traditional versus, um, but like, but like I'm saying, and I think basically like he was saying is traditional publishing doesn't do what it used to do anyway for most no. authors. No, and in fact, it can actually, you know, it can actually hinder. In, in Just because you're with Penguin Random House, and this, this is what I didn't know. When, when Johnny said that, I was like, that's the biggest publisher on earth, so I don't yeah. believe him. Actually, it's not even all that far-fetched. It just so happens he was, like, that's something that could have happened to him, but he just happened to be lying. Right? Right. They do pick up authors like him, and the thing is, is, just because you got the biggest publisher in the world doesn't mean your book, your book's going in stores. It's not. Yeah. It, it also doesn't mean that your book is going to be any good per se either. I mean, P, P, or even people, if it's great, doesn't mean it's going to find an audience. Yeah. People, well, people also make that assumption too, that like, you know, if you're, people assume that if you're with one of the big publishers, it must be, good and uh you know have you read stephen king's more recent work uh, i i have and and um have you no yeah because it's good yeah yeah the institute is a good book uh uh, uh <laughs> mr mercedes is a good book uh 11 what is it 11 5 63 the one about the kennedy assassination and time travel is a good book yeah, if you're gonna say Stephen King's new books suck, you're you don't know what you're talking about. I he's I a did. piece of shit, but no, his quality is actually. I'll put the Institute up against his older work. Actually, I did read I did read some of the Dark Tower books, and they were I mean, he hasn't published a Dark Tower book since like 2005. They they were pretty good. They got they got weird towards the end. No, I I just the the thing that the thing that yeah, yeah you got called out. That's what happened. Yeah, that's what that smile means. Chat It's like ah oh, shit. <laughs> no, no. Like the, my big problem is like in the institute, right? For example, he can't like the book is fucking fantastic, hundred percent worth the fucking read. Don't don't pay money for it though. Go to like a library because like I, I don't put money in his pocket because he's a piece of shit. But. He couldn't help himself. He had to have that one jab directly at Trump. So in the very first chapter, um, uh, one of the characters is hitchhiking and a librarian picks him up. And uh, she's like, oh, I have to get rid of and dispose of all these books because Donald Trump is going to burn all the books or something. But outside of that one little line, which didn't sit right with me. The whole rest of the fucking novel is really good, actually. Yeah. Really good fantastic it's about it's about children with psychic powers getting kidnapped by the government and used to fuel political assassinations 
and it's fucking phenomenal. It would make a fantastic film, although Hollywood won't do it right because Hollywood doesn't do anything right anymore. But no, although although it although they did it well because it scared the shit out of, and I fucking hate clowns. By by the way, um, even before even before reading. Well, you're gonna be in it. trouble next week, huh? Oh, geez. Why? I got some Halloween plans, chat. Oh God, that that's gonna be. I I should have cut my mouth shut, chat. Um. So. Uh no, but uh yeah no, interviewing Eric was fun. So. But no, like you know, Stephen King's actually one of the few fucking um rarities in the publishing market in that he still yeah. sells books uh, along with him heather graham will still sell books if you have a big name you'll still sell books but if you don't and eh, you're probably gonna sell less than 12 unless you take the initi initiative yourself to promote yourself and why that's why you? a lot of them will, will go to independent publishing after a period of time because you're already doing a lot of the work yourself anyway yeah this is uh exactly what happened in the music industry, by the way. Yeah. Oh, well, that that's the other thing too. Is I thought that you might like Eric too because he like he knows he actually knows the guys from Shinedown and like he's not he's not as into music as you are as far as like the production, but he also knows his stuff, mm. or so it seems. Um, which. Yeah, I you... geeked out the other day because I got to fucking uh, uh, <laughs> spurg out about music theory. You know how rare that is? You know how anybody even fucking understands the shit? I took one year of music theory in college. I don't remember much of it, but I'm sure if you if you brought something up to me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that or... well like a first year music theory isn't much theory it's just like learning to read and write music but then you get into the yeah. more complicated uh, stuff and people don't understand there is a method to why you like what you like put it that way yeah it's and it's completely replicable no matter how great you think your favorite song is it could easily be replicated to a degree that you like a song equally as much just with pure fucking theory. And oh, it ain't yeah. that hard to teach either. That uh that one that one Which is why me. you should not make excuses for the modern music industry and the crap they put out now, by the way. Which I which I never I never have. Right, right. Um, it's fucking dog shit for the most part. Outside of the independent scene, but the interesting thing is. Publishing is going this way to where everybody's independent. And if if Penguin or some of these other publishers are smart, they're going to do what Sony and Interscope and all the big record labels do. N nobody is signed to record labels like that anymore, right? Unless it's like Beyonce, right? All the artists, if they get big enough, they create their own subsidy record company. And this is a model, and you know, like it or not, this is a model that was developed by the Insane Clown Posse and their record label, Psychopathic Records. They were the first. 
at least in the modern music industry. And and the reason they were the first is because they embraced the digital. Back then it was fan sites. Now it's social media, whatever. And through that, they were able to be their own record label. But what you'd still need to do is you still need to print records. You still need to, uh, we don't call, uh, what do the kids call them? Uh, LPs, albums. Albums, okay. Yeah, you got to print albums. (laughs) We still call, the music industry will forever say record. And record doesn't mean an album necessarily because record can be a single as well. Anyway. Uh, you take your records, you got to print them and you got to try and get them distributed to stores. So what the major labels like Sony did, Sony developed specifically a subdivision label called red. Red is not a record label. Red is a distro distribution. Yeah. That's the entire music industry from the top down. Now, none of the artists you hear coming out in the last probably 10 years are actually signed to a record label. They're on a distro. They run their own label. This is wonderful for the big record labels because they don't have to do all that other shit anymore. Promote, pay for your tour, make merchandise. That's all on you. But what they are going to do is they're going to take your record. And if you're a big name radio guy, they're going to send it to the clear channel and they'll play it on the radio stations and they'll put it in stores and they'll get, make sure it gets, you know, top billing on like iTunes and stuff like that. Cause nobody buys records at stores anymore. <laughs> But when I say yeah. records at stores, it's like Walmart, right? Like that's where you right. <laughs> that's the no, only well, place you find records anymore. No, well, and and that and that's pretty much the same thing with like publishing now. It's like hmm? people people like Hollywood uh, Next, by the way. Like Eric, Next. like Eric and I published through Amazon, but Amazon's not the publishing company. We each have our we each have our own imprint mine is just whitfield books and eric's is whatever his but amazon is the distro that we go through Mm. basically yeah and then that's uh, it's a much better system for both parties in some ways but it comes with some downsides but uh hollywood's next man but like the big you see what's happening with the big studios the strike was about more than fucking AI. The, the fact of the matter is those studios could not agree to the terms of we're not going to use AI. They can't do that because they'll go out of business. Right. You know why? Because somebody in China will use AI to make movies. They'll make them cheaper. Right. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I'm kind of uh, someone asked me uh, about this. Like, would I ever option my book like for a movie deal? And like, honestly, like, I'm still writing books. I'm not, I'm not even thinking of like making these into movies yet. However, like if some, even if like some college, like film class was like, Hey, we read the books and we think it's great. We want to make into like, yeah, have, if, if some nerdy film, you know, crew wants to take it on, be my guest. Um, I, I was actually kind of thinking similar to what you were saying, like, yeah, if filmmaking goes kind of in the, in, in the indie direction, well then, oh yeah, that, that'll be. It already, it already has been. That's like the whole YouTube and then beyond movement. You have a, a lot of fantastic 
particularly documentaries. Uh, some of the best yeah. documentaries ever are coming out of just YouTube guys. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I know that I know that Nick, you know, kind of scoffs that porcelain is a, you know, is a quote unquote. And yeah, I mean, his documentaries are pretty esoteric about internet people, but they are, but they are really fucking good. There's no, I've been entertained by them for sure. Yeah. And there's a generation of like filmmakers uh, and creators who could do this kind of shit. All they need is a budget. Well, at some point. Those big budget Hollywood flicks, you know, they're not pulling in the dollars they used to pull in. They can spin it however they want. They can cope, but it's not happening. No, and in part, in part of that, they, everyone blames streaming, and I mean, that might be partially true, but also like the price of. I don't know how often you take your kid to the movies, but it's not. I don't. Cheap. I don't think I've ever taken him to a movie actually. <laughs> Well, Why would I? See, like, they're, it's like you're saying. Do you know how expensive a day out with the family at a theater is? Shit. It's like the last time my mom and I went to the theater was to see the last James Bond, which was worth it, but still was like it was $40. Yeah, for, that was just two of you, right? So I got yeah. me, my wife, the kid, popcorn, fucking popcorn's like $15. Like, geez, nah. Well... Like we got a big screen TV. None of yeah. his friends go to by the way, none of none of his friends go to movies either. That well that's what I'm saying is like is like I watched uh like I have I've like with all the stream platforms now, like I'm I'm more content to like just watch movies here at home, like on my own couch. And then pause, and then pause to like use the restroom if I need to, uh, you know. And I've got like a decent sound bar. So the last like, movie I saw in a theater was the first Thor movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah, you really haven't, you really haven't missed much. Nope, um, I know I haven't. <laughs> I don't like I'm not a movie guy anyway, at least not modern film. It's I I know. Well, like for me, honestly, like and people are going to laugh, but honestly, like I have very sensitive hearing. So for me, like the the speakers are like they're a they're shit, but B, they're 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 fucking loud. Like I yeah, they're to... usually like any theater you go to, they're like blown out speakers at these points in time they're not like like you could tell they've been running the same loud ass speakers way too loud for 10 years and they have a little bit of wobble in the in the treble it's yeah like, yeah as a, as a guy that's like see i like shit loud i've spent most of my life at concerts right i stand right next to the fucking thing while a metal band's playing right next to the speaker but but I've also got sensitive ears in the sense that like when you have that treble wobble on a broken speaker makes me murderous, murderously yeah. angry. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Same thing. It literally hurts my, uh, you know, it, so I'm like, I'm like, man, fuck this. Like, you know, I, I like, I like loud, you know, movies too, but it's like, I'm going, 
It's like I'd rather watch this with like a higher quality soundbar at home and yeah, you know and you have... can go to fucking the store and get for three dollars a fucking whole big ass box of popcorn. You know what I mean? Like or fifteen dollars for a little tiny thing of popcorn. Yeah. Fucking stupid. We could make a good fucking decent meal, sit down. It's not that I haven't watched movies with my kid. It's just never even been a he might have gone to a theater, but I don't think I've ever I think his grandmother has taken him. Yeah. And he really didn't like it because he because he's not Yeah, no, that that's that's the thing is like you know, like my like my you know, my younger siblings, like they've gone to a theater, but they're they, still for two hours and movies keep getting longer. Average, yeah. film, average film used to be 72 minutes. That used to be the average runtime right up until the late 90s. Now the average runtime is between 90 and 100 minutes. Right. And and that's yeah. average because like With, look, look, some of those last Marvel films were all right, but goddamn, they were three, four hours. Without that's without and not just that, but without intermissions too. There was a yeah. point where like we're in the like Back in the seventies, like they made long movies, but they had intermissions too, mm-hmm. which was really smart. But, but like back in the day, but like, yeah, like yeah, but but what happened is these fucking theaters figured out that the intermission, if they cut out all the intermissions, they can show the movie two more times and sell more tickets. Yeah. It's... So rather than have a convenient moment for everybody to go refresh, step outside smoke a cigarette or go to the bathroom, whatever, right? They realized that they could just sell two more screenings of the fucking thing. So that's why it's the way it is. Yeah, and it sucks. Yeah, it definitely sucks. Oh, I got to piss, but something's about to happen. What should I do? The answer is go take a piss. There's nothing on that. (laughs) There's nothing that's been on any of them screens in like 15 years that you can't miss. Nope, and and everything and everything gets spoiled on the internet anyway. So, oh yeah, like it's amazing when I say like the shit I haven't watched, how people's heads explode. I've never seen one episode of Breaking Bad. I've never watched one episode of The Walking Dead. I've never seen any of the non-George Lucas Star Wars films. I've never. I've seen Breaking Bad. Never, I've never seen Walking Dead because I've not watched one episode of Game of Thrones. You're not, not, not an episode of any of, of, and then a bunch of other shit that y'all thought was so important that I just skipped. Again, you're you're not you're not missing it. You're not missing anything. No, I know um, that because then I see all the people who do watch it mad. That it wasn't up to what they wanted it to be. And I'm like, ah, oh, good thing I didn't waste my fucking time. I'd rather play a bad video game than watch what passes for a good movie. I, I know, and I know that I know that Morpheus likes as, and I like as too, but, but still fucking pronouns. That 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 that, that whole rant has you one of the cringiest uh I things like and that and that's what the like the majority of these of these like movie you know like like oh god there's one little thing that I'm hyper focused on I hate the fucking film I was like oh look Starfield is fine it's not a great game it's not the worst it's it's a uh, star it's I'm sorry Fallout Four in space that's all it is well like and that's fun I've had fun with it okay 
I didn't even notice the fucking pronoun thing. Didn't even see it. Yeah. Completely. And and aside from that, I haven't found much to fucking complain about. Uh, sometimes it's it's okay, you know, to not have a mental breakdown about fucking pronouns. Okay. Yeah. I liked as before any of you knew. I was going to say the F slur, so uh, I apologize for thinking it. But I've been watching as before any of y'all did. You know why? Because what did he do before he was a commentary on all this fucking uh, uh, comics and all that shit? Do you know? Do you know what his channel was? He did like he did World of Warcraft shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so I was yeah, watching I, him then. And uh, he hasn't changed at all. He used to flip out about no. stupid shit back then. That that's that's his gimmick, and I yeah. guess that that's what it is. And no, and he does a good job of it. It's just, um, it's also very like not masculine at all. Yeah, no, I, I, well, it's like, you know, I've developed, you know, he's developed a taste that he doesn't like the pronouns in his video game. What I've developed is a visceral dislike of men who aren't at all masculine parading around like i should give a fuck what they think well it's not just it's not just that like we always make fun of the sjw's you know that are cringy and whatnot but there is a contingent of like anti-sjw's now online that are just as cringy they right and and and, but he's not one of them he's appealing to them no, I mean because because it is very much a show thing with as that was right. like, that what he wasn't just flipping out like a fucking child. Yeah. It's just it's just very childish to me. Yeah, no, and, and I'm not saying he I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he's bad or anything. Like I'm I'm just saying no, no. Like, I just wanted to point out like it. You're right. It's just most of the the people we're seeing that are creating the media right. aren't those people. They're just appealing to them, right. Right. And what, what I'm saying is like, um, like even the other day, like I, I was watching like some YouTuber and they were talking like all the SJWs and like in the publishing industry again, going back to books. And I'm like, it's just like you with, it's just like you with video games. I'm like, who cares about the big publishers or, you yeah. know, I'm like, it's, it's just like you were saying, there are a ton of awesome like indie game developers. Indie yeah. gaming is Indie gaming the only is thing I haven't found a replacement for is film. Okay, so I I do mostly indie video right. games. I do mostly indie music. You, you've seen my t- if you're on my Discord server, my taste in music's all over there. A lot of it's yeah. fucking very obscure, uh, but most of them are artists that I've either met or, or whatever. There is nothing like that for film yet, but that's why I'm saying Hollywood is next. Yeah, it, it's it's it's, it's, an, it's inevitable. Yeah. And and so that's why I don't care. I don't care. Run Star Wars into the fucking ground. First of all, it doesn't change the original films for me. I could go watch them. They're pretty good. No. Yeah, I've, I've watched, they're pretty fucking good. I've watched uh, I've watched them millions of times. The idea I hear a lot of this. Even my wife will say this now. They're ruining my childhood. No, they're not. Your childhood's still there, man. You don't have to watch the new one. You don't need the new Snow White. You don't need like you you could just not you're ruining it for yourself by thinking that the original is being replaced don't let them replace it tell them the new one is shit we like the original yeah 
if they don't want to give it to you, make sure you got a physical copy of it because they might just get rid of it. Yeah, that's why that's why I have all my James Bond movies in hard copy. So, but like, um, in terms of gaming, it's like, hey, if there's a AAA game that's all right, I'll play it. Starfield was one of those. Actually, right now I just picked up. It went on Game Pass. It's it's about a year old. Uh, I'm a big. I don't like anime. You know that. I freaking hate anime. But I can't help but love the Yakuza games, which are extremely oh, Japanese, yeah. but are not anime at all. They're kind of like old Japanese film, which I do like. I was uh, a so yeah, Japanese so do I. Guy. Uh, Ghost of Shishima, minus the fact that it's a PlayStation exclusive, is uh never heard of it. Is is really good. Yeah, yeah I've, no, I've I, never I, heard of a game that doesn't exist on PC, so <laughs> I saw that you were poured that you were torturing poor uh Nashuel again. Um I, I, look, I told him that what I said. I make the same joke. See, okay, for the audience that didn't see he posted a thing on Twitter and it's abroad, and she throws a PlayStation 5 off a roof. And I was like that's not the appropriate way to dispose of trash. <laughs> I told him I would have said it if it was an Xbox, a PC, a fight, like whatever, because I just like to rile people up. Yeah, no, I, I do. I, I, I rile them up too. So, um, yeah, although I will say this, uh, you know, since we're bringing them up, banning, uh, I'm sorry, blocking Shmuley was pretty, uh, it's oh, pretty, it's pretty lame on his part. Oh, oh, dude. well, the because well, Shmuley the, said that Shmuley's like, why do you post all these fucking simp pictures? And actually, Shmuley's fine with it because now he doesn't have to see him. I was kind of hoping, like, like I'm, I'm kind of half hoping he blocks me because, like, almost all of like the thirst pictures that come up on my Twitter feed come from his account. So yeah. I wouldn't be mad if he blocked me because I just. But he's your boy. I try to be nice. Yeah, no, well, well, he's a nice you know, enough guy. I just don't like well, seeing his half naked fucking thoughts, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, well, thoughts and thoughts. So, yeah, double entendre. No, more, yeah, no, Morpheus and I give him shit for, for specifically for that, for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reason that's too. not called giving him shit. That's called fucking, you're all jumping in on the horny train. Give me a break. I see what y'all say. You can't fucking sit here and lie to me. Oh, yeah, we just give them shit about it. No, nah, no, nah, you're like, oh, God, yeah, I like that. I'd like her to sit on my face. I see it. Give me a fucking break, Sam. Blast oh, wow. shit on me. You're like oh. horny gel, but also, yeah, me too. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, us, in a, that's us in a nutshell, pretty much. Um, no, but I finally got my wife to understand that it has nothing to do with me. Cause yeah, yeah, motherfuckers. I'm sitting here on my computer scrolling Twitter. My wife's sitting right next to me and it's your half naked fucking broads for a while. My wife is like, who the fuck are you following on Twitter? And I was like, ah, oh, Sam's friend is kind of a perv. And, and she's like, yeah, but he's agreeing. And I'm like, yeah, well, Sam's kind of a perv. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> In a... <laughs> she's like, not Sam. I'm like, yeah, well, you see. 
That's the best part is that like her illusion of who Sam was was shattered in a moment. She was like, wait a minute. He's a perv. Oh, <laughs> I'm not as bad as Louis C.K. I will say that. But uh... well, wasn't he the one that was like jacking off in front of our broads and they tried to cancel him? Yeah. And honestly, well, if you go up to his apartment for drinks. There's a I, little bit of consent involved is all I'm saying. A little bit. Yeah, no. The I I bring him up because I got shit for I got shit for defending him like and I didn't really defend him. I I was just like, "Really are, are we going to because people making the comparison between him and a Harvey Weinstein because it was the meat and it was like, "Okay, can we not like make every instance like equivalent to harvey weinstein there are there are levels to this shit so uh i don't even think there's a level of it i think that was just nobody else's fucking business to be honest with you well i think yeah. it was some broads chasing clout well yeah well yeah there's that because he's because he's uh you know he like or not he is probably the most successful also it's funny you mentioned it's funny you mentioned the whole uh, indie thing because as far as like Connie goes, he's one of the ones who like made indie like stand up a whole thing because after he got canceled, he basically like put all of his old specials up on his website and he's made a killing. So yeah, yeah, I, we should point out there's a whole indie comedy scene that's derived like uh, Jim Norton does a lot of cool shit. Uh, Nick DiPaolo. Um, yeah. You know. Oh, uh, my God. I, I, I love Nick DiPaolo. Yeah, yeah. Nick. So. I've been following both of those motherfuckers since they were on um, Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn back in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're a fellow Tough Crowd fan. I, I mean, I've seen all this stuff on YouTube, but. Yeah, I used uh, to watch it. Yeah. And everybody else was watching The Daily Show, but they'd have that on afterwards. If you were even mildly conservative or libertarian, it was much more up your alley. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't... I love Nick DePaulo. I, I don't like the fact that he's partnered with uh, Crowder because I'm not going to subscribe to Mug Club, but, uh, you know, good for him, I I, I guess. So. I would have said Crowder, but I don't consider him comedy. I consider him politics. Yeah, he's not, uh, I mean, if he, I'm not, like, it's fashionable to hate Crowder. I don't really. I'm apathetic. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, I'm... I don't watch it. I don't find him particularly funny, but sometimes he's makes good points. The change yeah, my I... mind thing was a good idea, but yeah, I'm... it doesn't belong to him anymore, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of apathetic on him too. Mm. Uh, in fact, like it's weird because he's like good I for Rumble though, so he's great. <laughs> yeah, as as far as far as that, well, see, like you mentioned that you're contrarian, like you know, in a lot of ways. Like I feel like Stephen Crowder being hated on is kind of like the thing now. So like, yeah, me being apathetic is kind of like. 
me being a contrarian. No, because contrarian would be like we love him, but we're we're not like that's what I feel yeah. like. Contrarian would be like, oh, let's defend the fuck out of him. Ironically, nah, like I don't know that shit with his wife. It's like I don't like I don't care uh, to get in the middle of somebody's bitter divorce, right? Yeah, like. That which that was a that was like Mersh's entire thing for a, for a while though probably and uh, like, I know I, I know Mersh got into it with fucking um Adam Krigler today because Krigler doesn't know who the fuck he is. No, Mersh got I guess he Mersh calls got... him Marsh because <laughs> he's like because because he knows Royce and he likes Royce and he went on ROTC. But then somebody asked him about Mersh, and he's like, oh, oh, who's that? And now he calls him Marsh because he just doesn't remember because he remembers having an interview with Royce. And all the Mersh, I guess, you yeah. know, all five of the Mersh fans are really upset about this. Well, Mersh got canceled by... I, I'm not making this up. Mersh got canceled by the uh, the group of, like, cat... Uh, <laughs> Mersh got canceled by Cat too. Any group out there that doesn't hate Mersh at this point, I guess Steel Toe. Steel, yeah. Which, which I didn't, which I didn't even know that Steel. I didn't even know what Steel. The toe only was. reason I know what Steel Toe is is because Pod Awful did an episode. Same, same. And I still don't really, but I know I don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know it's really bad. This motherfucker's out there with a for for the audience that, that isn't aware. This motherfucker he does what he calls a morning show because he used to be on the real radio. He's a failed radio guy. I'm a failed radio guy, but we're not pretending to do. Hey, it's it's Sammy and the Max on 104.2, and then play like a toilet flushing sound. Effect. Like we're not that. Okay. Uh. That kind of radio is long since dead, but that's what he is. That's what he does. And then every like 10 minutes, he pulls a literal beggar's dish out and starts demanding that if you don't pay him, they're not going to do an extra hour of show. And Jesse of Plot Awful rightly pointed out he should do the experiment in the other way around and say, as soon as we hit the goal, the show's over. We should do that sometimes, man. No, we should, we should, we should put we up a hundred dollar goal and say if if you hit the goal, we will immediately stop the show. That would that would actually be a good uh, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I see no look. If people are willing to pay a hundred dollars to shut us up, then the, the chat wins, right? Try trying to explain. Uh, e-begging to eric too by the way was was hilarious because he like he was kind of like okay well like why because i was explaining to him like yeah i've been selling the book on my show and he's like yeah yeah that that that's mm -hmm. like and i'm like yeah but a lot of people like they just ask for donos and they make like and he's like and people make money with that, I'm like, oh yeah, there are some people who make like tens of that, and it's like, it actually is kind of stupid once you think 
once you think they're that, looking like... for whales though that that's the thing is most of the people getting those kind of donos if they don't like it's one thing if you have two hundred thousand live viewers on twitch right then you could make money off the small donor. yeah but like realistically these people with like a hundred two hundred maybe three hundred live viewers at most it's it's like two three maybe four people donating all the money yeah. You'll see the same people donate again and again, large amounts of money. Uh, this is, a, I mean, that's all Cog is. That's his entire show. There's like three donors. Yeah. It is what it is. If you find your whales, you find your whales. We ain't whaling. No. We've, we're... we've, we've always been saying, at least since I came in, I was like, well, I, I just, am, the only thing is I don't want to shill. Right. We could sell Merc. You could even have us. I mean, there's a fucking link. If y'all want to fucking super chat, you can. We don't fucking beg you to. I respect your intelligence. I I mean, I. here's the other thing, too, is like. Oh, God, I wasn't supposed to say. No, we don't respect your intelligence. Sorry, I broke character there. Um, we hate you. Uh, you're all awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I. The the notion that you're that if you don't have a lot of donos, you're not a good show is retarded. Mm-hmm. Because I know some, I've seen some pretty like terrible shows that get uh, friend friend of- friend of the show fucking Craig and his, and his boy Evan and I forget their other friend's name. Do the fake Untitled podcast on Odyssey. They don't get donos at all, and they only have like five people watching. I would say. Uh, if you if you haven't checked that out, I have mentioned it on the show before. That's one of the best podcasts on the internet. If you're into politics and you're into what's going on, those these are. I mean, Craig is a literal PhD. Uh, Evan's got an interesting background himself. Yeah, uh, they're all. It's it's very interesting, high level discussions, and yeah, they don't have any donors. Yeah, because much like us, this is a hobby. This isn't like we're not trying to make this a job, and like. If that happens, it's fine. But when you try and make it a job, you become a fucking grifter, essentially, because you have to. And that's why I mentioned that Steel Toe guy. He literally says, oh, well, if we don't make the goals, I'm going to go on welfare. Well, at some point, motherfucker, at some point, when you're holding a beggar's collector's dish out and saying, please give anything you can, there is more goddamn dignity in taking welfare than that. You would have more yeah, no. taking welfare than what he's doing. Yeah, no, th- no, that actually is an actually like legit point. Is yeah, like, and I think I think that was one of like, I think that was one In of whatever like, form uh, it may take. Right, with, with government assistance of any kind beats the beggar's dish. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. Like, because other people will respect you more on welfare than on the internet with your beggar's dish. Yeah. And that, and that was kind, that was kind of porcelain's point with the merch docu documentary, uh, you know, in a, in a nutshell, basically. Um, And the only reason he has to do that is this guy. No, no radio station wants him. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's not, not a problem I share. I've turned down deals over the years. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I I got, you know, I got told I was too young to do 
radio pretty much i don't well, try... the, the thing is is that they're really desperate nowadays <laughs> there's not a lot of people going into um communications that end up filtering through into like radio dj status so that's why yeah. this guy would have got a shot to begin with and even in a place where they're desperate for anybody who like knows how to do the job they don't want him that tells you Ooh. everything you need to know yeah <laughs> if you know 101.3 the fucking the rock doesn't want him for their morning show even though they can't find anybody at this point they'd probably hire an ai instead of him i just i just kind of feel like podcasting has taken over like why are people trying to do i mean i get it because i i like i like you know radio still in some ways myself but like the boomers the same... it's the boomers man it's the same reason we still have over the air broadcasts of television Oh yes, that. Oh yes, that's right. My parents' generation. Boomer, boomers and older don't want to switch, and it's it, like when they switch to digital antenna television, it actually left in a large segment of boomers behind that absolutely refused to get a new TV or whatever. So their TVs just stopped working at some point. Yeah, yeah. Like, like we're not getting rid of like the morning radio zoo. And it's not even just radio. You got to understand. It's that particular formula of the morning zoo. They're all Opie and Anthony or Howard Stern ripoffs, all of them, but worse with more drops like, oh, uh, toilet flush. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, we're going to flush the toilet. Ha, 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 ha. Now a fart sound effect. And, and here's an orangutan or like, Oh, good morning. It's Sammy and the Max on 101.1. <laughs> Toilet flush fart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Who wants uh... that? Who's looking for that? You know? Like, nobody's looking for that. That's yeah. what he's trying to do. That's literally his bit. Ugh. That's Mersh's bit, too, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Failed radio guys that don't see I'm a failed radio guy or I quit. I guess it's not the same thing, but like failed radio guys that don't realize that the world has moved on from the morning zoo are the worst. Yeah, no, I mean, even hey, like we're going to prank call the local supermarket guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, they, and they call on the supermarket. It's like, hello, is your refrigerator running? Like, come on. Like, who gives a fuck about morning zoo shows in 2023? You have bigger fucking problems. I, I, uh... <laughs> there's our April Fool show. Sammy I and Max. I didn't, I didn't know that there were, uh, I didn't even know that there were morning zoo shows still around. Well, it's all there is. All of them are. They're all that. If you, if you listen to any, Butt rock station. You know what butt rock means, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On this station, we play nothing but rock. Butt rock. Those stations, every single one of them, for some fucking mystical reason, Clear Channel thinks that, yeah, guys just love morning zoo shows. Let's get the stupidest. This guy's fat, and that guy has a funny voice. Put him on the air. Give him, give him all the toilet sound effects. You need all of them. 
Well, 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 geez, then, then that that makes that makes me feel like way better about I me. Mean, like I already felt great about the show, but like that makes me feel way better. Like if if they're hiring the bottom of the barrel now for morning radio, then shit, we're like we're we're doing fantastic. Well, because they have th- th- there's a problem that they have, and part of that problem is. They do have nationally syndicated uh, radio hosts that play across a lot of clear channel stations, but they have like all the different genre stations and all. So they'll tend to want to have somebody locally, at least to read the local news and uh, and do weather and things like that. And oftentimes it's just easier to be like, okay, you got a show. And then they do the morning zoo shit or the afternoon, I guess, but it's the same fucking principle. That makes sense. Uh they all want to be Opie and Anthony. None of them are as good as Opie and Anthony, and Opie and Anthony wasn't as good as you think they were. That will be that's the edgy opinion that people will be mad about, but it's true. Opie and Anthony were not as good as you think they were. No. You go back now and you and you re-listen, not just to the famous bits. That's the mistake people. Oh, Howard Stern was great. Do you remember Fartman? Yeah, but do you remember all the other fucking shows that he does that were uninteresting? I do. I was listening because I was working and it was the station that all the guys wanted to listen to. Yeah. I, and if I if I sat through Howard Stern, I could get them to put Rush on. So I did. Yeah. I would have rather been listening to I Miss Any Day, but that's just, you know, that's boomer shit. Kids don't even know what that means. Uh, yeah, I miss was way better than than Stern. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but that's uh, that's the state of things. So, in every every local town, you know, like a big city, not a not big, but every every one that has like a radio station to themselves, they'll have the one rock station, and they'll hire the two most obnoxious guys they can find, and they'll have all the toilet noises. But they only get about three minutes of actual like time on the air in between all the clear channel shit, all the ads that are coming from the national headquarters, all the fucking songs. Like you don't play the songs anymore, right? You just click the feed and it starts playing the song, the next song that they've chosen for you. So they get three minutes at the beginning, three minutes at every hour, and that's their whole show. So in a four-hour block usually... They're actually only doing like 20 minutes worth of worth of anything. And it's literally that. It's like, welcome to 101.1. Well, you're home for rock. Fucking guitar solo. Fucking toilet flush. Toilet. They always have the fucking toilet flush. Stop with the toilet flush. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> No, 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 no. We're no, not the, fine. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing because, uh, you know, as has the fucking, as has, <laughs> as has the uh, fucking pronouns, right? You have the fucking toilet flush, man. Yeah. As so, soon as I hear that on a fucking radio show, it's like fucking toilet flushes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, top. The only one I give a pass on it is Jesse because he knows what I know, and he's doing it ironically. And we're about to do it. I- oh man, Sam, 
April Fools. Sammy and the Max 101.1. That's going to be the show. You bet your ass. Yeah, no, if we if we, if we actually if we actually did like it. <laughs> well, well and then the thing it is is like uh like all the radio guys like look really disheveled. Like really disheveled too. I don't know if you like Yeah. Like like Anthony Anthony Kumi actually looks good now compared to like and that's not saying much but like he looks good compared to like what he used to look like on well but uh, now they're now they're just hiring these like literally it's like everyone has to have a fat guy i i'll i'll look up i'll come in next week and i'll give you a list of like nationwide maybe i'll even bring in some clips to to illustrate what i'm talking about but nationwide, there is like uh, Archie and the Fat Man, and <laughs> like it's oh, there's always a Fat Man. They might not call him the Fat Man, but there's yeah. always that one, and there's always one with a funny voice. <laughs> That's it. That's the formula. Well, what else? What which one else? Do... Fat one, and which one is the funny voice? Though I don't think I think I'm the fat one, but you don't really have a funny voice. <laughs> I mean, Shmuley in here. He can be the funny voice. Yeah. And then if they do have a third guy, the third guy is usually reasonable guy. So I feel like that might be you. The third guy is the yeah. guy that's supposed to just sit there and be like, what is happening right now? I don't even know. Yeah. Well, what, well, what about, what about your, what about when your entire show though is just all fat and like, guys with goofy voices though well no that's called a podcast <laughs> oh man wow i didn't have my sound. i'm talking about soundboards and i didn't even have mine up for that one but that deserves a yeah no and that and that's the thing it's like all these like um like i've interviewed some of the guys who have like tried to like do morning radio like into a podcast and it's it's awful there's a uh, i interviewed these two guys once they did a podcast called dumb town which yeah that's really creative guys uh just ripping off the name of, of nick mullins uh podcast i did i i still do an occasional morning show it's called cringing over coffee and you know what no toilet flushes yeah but yeah but see yours yours is actually good well, um, i i like to think so but my numbers don't back that up well again like i don't care i'll still do it i yeah i do it for myself yeah no exactly no no i don't even think i can wait for april fools we're gonna have to at some point we're gonna have to do a whole morning zoo show we're gonna we're gonna have to have a different overlay we're gonna have to uh, i'll get some people that'll allow me to play their music so we can just play music but with like permission uh, cause I don't like to fucking pirate <laughs> artists, especially once I know personally. Yeah. We, yeah. We could also, we could also like talk, um, we could also talk loudly and obnoxiously over the music. Over the, exactly. That's the whole point of the music is you let the first like minute and a half of the song play. And then you're like, you know, 
and the song's still playing the best part that everybody really likes and they all sing along and you're like, you know, I heard today that toilet flush. That 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 was actually that was actually my introduction to the doors. Uh, <laughs> believe it. Or not. Oh God! Not, was uh, I was like, hey, try to hide toilet flush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no, I was listening to uh, LA. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard LA woman woman. I was <laughs> I was really uh, digging it, and then the schmuck was. <laughs> literally did like uh you came in town town about an hour ago <laughs> dun, 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 toilet flush <laughs> sorry I, it's just like that's the state of this shit no they uh, wonder why nobody listens to it no imagine you imagine you get start where uh jim's doing mr mojo rising and then the guy proceeds to do like an ad read for a restaurant over that part too it's yeah, like yeah. uh Oh. That's like, that's like, why? Why do that? So. Because Corpo. Radio has been yep. ruined by Clear Channel from top to bottom. Uh, it's it's not even because people have moved on. It's because Clear Channel ruined the radio for most people who actually were into like radio shows. I mean, part of it That's was true. Howard Stern leaving and going to satellite. A lot of people were kind of just done with terrestrial radio as a like religiously listening every day. And then it became of, oh, I'm going to flip the flip the dial and whatever I leave it on, I'll leave it on while I'm working or, uh, you know, during my commute or whatever. Well, but it, 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 they lost a lot with Howard Stern leaving. And then Opie and Anthony being gone and Anthony can't carry a show by himself. Sorry, not sorry. And, um, and, but then they were replaced with all these guys that want to be either one of them that weren't nearly as good. And clear channel came in and said, okay, but here's the problem guys. You're too raunchy. Right. So then they, yeah. Not only were they all cheap knockoffs of Opie and Anthony or Howard Stern, but they weren't allowed to be edgy. So what you're left with is corpo dad joke edgy. And nobody's into it. Yeah, which... Toilet flush emoji. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, boomers yeah. No. Wanna, boomers want to get on kids about emojis, but let me tell you something. <laughs> the fucking drops on the radio shows were you guys' emoji. Okay, and they were just as cringe, and they have always been that cringe. No, no. I do it ironically, and I I think I have some of the best fucking drops there ever was because it's like, shut up, Max. Shut up, Max. <laughs> now that's a drop. You know, uh, you know Jim Cramer who did uh Mad Money. That that was literally his whole bit. He gave horrible. He gave horrible financial advice, but nobody noticed because he would all he would always describe he would always like disguise his horrible financial advice with like <laughs> no no you got it all wrong like we used to love Jim Cramer because he gave the best financial advice. See what you do is whatever Jim Cramer says, do the opposite and you'll make money. Hundred percent of the time, not even a joke. Yeah, there's no punchline there. 
if you, if you listen to Jim Cramer, do exactly the opposite of what he tells you, you're going to make money. Well, but but see, nobody pays attention to what he actually says because that's their mistake. He, that that's how you get some good insider tips. Well, well, no, because because he just because anything he endorses is fucking toxic. Because he well, because he crams like ninety five cowbells or cow mooing sounds into uh, it worked for him. Like, look, he brought the morning zoo to financial advice, mm-hmm. and now he's more famous. What other financial guy is as famous as him? It worked. There, there isn't one. Yeah, it yeah. worked. It's fucking cringe. He wouldn't have gotten away with it if he if his career like that started now. But oh, oh, his main his main demographic were boomers that already liked morning zoos, you know, but have money to invest because they're a little older now. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Morning zoos were always for boomers and Gen Xers. They've never like millennials didn't really gravitate towards it. The closest you'll find a lot of millennials that like uh, Opie and Anthony, but that's about it. That's like the end of it. Well, well, Glenn Beck started out as like a morning zoo guy. Most people don't know that, but that was his. That was how Glenn Beck started off. Uh, was okay. as like nobody knows that <laughs> because nobody cared about that morning zoo, and that that's what right. I mean. There's not been one like there's been people that have come through that kind of system and come out and made a career out of it, but like you ain't gonna get the. How Howard Stern used to get like 30 million listeners daily, right? Yeah. Opie and Anthony used to get like 20, 25 million listeners daily, right? Yeah, but Rush... you ain't doing that anymore. That's never gonna happen. Yeah, well, ta- well, I mean, talk radio has pretty much died since Rush died. So it was already on its way out long before he died. That's for sure. That's why he moved into other uh, arenas early on. You know, he he understood this. You know, that's yeah. why he had his website with like full episodes and he did the for a while he did the TV show that would do like a 30 minute recap of his show. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, I mean, I was a I was a Rush 24 seven subscriber back in the uh, back in the day. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he saw the writing on the wall. But but like politics on the radio lasted long. You know, what's you know, what's the only thing on the radio now that draws numbers? sports the morning sports yeah. show do really really well the the sports really but but only uh there's a caveat to that because it's only the local stuff so if it's well, a yeah. new york station they're gonna cover all the new york teams that's gonna do really well in new york but if you played that same show in fucking denver they don't care right right so it, even that there's a fucking cap on it. There, there's no way to the top through radio anymore. And that includes for musicians as well. Uh, you're, you would much rather get an endorsement deal from Apple than your song played on the radio. Put it that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, a, a lot of the, a lot of the independent uh, artists I know don't even try to do radio. They want promotion on Spotify. Yeah, no. I mean that's probably a good idea because the radio is never going to play them. Right. Yeah. I promise you, they'll never get played. Like Tom McDonald is never going to get played on the radio. I don't care how successful and popular and how many number ones hits he has, it ain't going to happen. He's not part of the system. No. Nope. Like, you have to like 
I, I hate to break this to anybody and break the illusion, but somebody's paying to get these songs on the radio. It's not just, oh, the best song yeah. gets played. It's who gives us money to play their fucking shit. And that was true when I worked there, too. It wasn't just yeah. Clear Channel. This is how radio has been since the 30s. If you want your song played, you've got to fucking pay Ola. It's, it, and, and it's not a secret. And by the way, most of this shit was run by the mafia up until like the 80s. So yeah. if you didn't pay your payola and some local D DJ played the song anyway, he might get his legs broken. Because yeah. you owe 20 grand to the fucking to the mob boss who's partially in charge of this radio station. Like it was all scummy. It's so much better that, that like we've, with the Internet, we've opened it up to where you can do anything you want, but that has led to, instead of the toilet flushing morning zoos, the hand outstretched Mersh cog uh, steel toes. What if the, what if the three of them just combined and congealed into one like mutant? I mean, that, the, I mean, that's probably going to happen at one point, right? That's going to be the next uh, dimensional merge. I think. Right. And 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 at that I will say that um for the genre uh DSP does it better than all of them. Because because DSP understands even if he doesn't even if he doesn't like seem like it even if he says the opposite he understands where his bread is buttered. And he knows that the detractors quote unquote actually are responsible for most of the money he's making. Yeah, no, and he no. plays into them because yeah. he doesn't have to not be like he just flip out, and they love it. They love when yeah. he flips out. Yeah, no, more. Yeah, no, Morpheus is into the whole DSP thing, and yeah, like, like more, like you do realize you flipping out on uh, Phil, like he he loves that shit. He lives. Well, you know, it's a symbiotic relationship. You're helping him yeah. and he's giving you entertainment by being a goon. Right? And that's why I love the 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 goon troll relationship. You know, I was just complaining, you know, like what what does a motherfucker do? What do I got to do to get to smoke with some of these goons, right? Like secret agent man's ducking me, Johnny Fox is that where is the goon that wants the fucking smoke? <laughs> I try, man. Yeah, no. One of them needs to. One of them needs to come on here, so. Or not even come on, but like you know, you know, let's let's duke it out. Let's let's meme it up. Let's fucking have some fun. The problem is they don't find it fun. I, and that's the thing is like, the same people that don't find it fun that you're poking fun at them, like Johnny Fox, for example. I was poking fun at Johnny Fox. I was very low key about it. His response was to dox me and my brother and accuse uh, my stepfather, I guess, of being a pedophile. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I hate to laugh, but that sounds laughable. I'm like, well, if he was, I, I would say so. You know, uh, I wouldn't defend the guy because I haven't spoken to him since 2009 and I hate his guts. He's not a pedo, though, unfortunately for Johnny Fox. And also it was like, haha, Johnny Fox, you have a funny voice. And he was like, your dad rapes kids. 
Okay. Wow. You come off sane, brother. By the way, I have that all archived. He says he didn't say that, but I, he definitely did that. 100% he did that. All because I was like, wow, you're a little cringe. And then he threatened to sue me. He said he had... This is my favorite part. Anybody who's fucking known anything about me for five seconds knows I am very vocally from Massachusetts. Johnny Fox was like, I've got a, re- a lawyer in New York City on retainer to file again because he thinks we're from New York for some reason. And I was like, oh, well, here's the thing. You're either lying because that would be expensive, a New York City attorney on retainer because some guy's making fun of you on the Internet. So I hope you did do that because that would be funny. But I don't live there, so it's a waste of money whether you did or you didn't. That's stupid. You're not suing me. And I've been saying this all along, and I stand by it. Now he's got this big channel again. Oh, he's doing commentary community shit. He's talking about how bad Boogie is in DSP. Let me tell you something, Johnny Fox. I'm still waiting for you to sue me, bitch. Sue me, bitch. Sue me, bitch. Wait, is he he even on Rumble? Johnny Fox doesn't write his own books. Sue me, bitch. Take me to fucking court on that one. Johnny Fox is a plagiarist and a liar and gay. I I believe you on I believe you on everything uh, except for the well, I don't he might be gay. Uh I don't know. I do. He's gay. That does There's not no punchline there. I'm just calling Johnny Fox gay. That does not that does not surprise me. He is me a homosexual <laughs> who likes who likes men. He likes big burly men to put their dick in his butt. Sue me, Johnny Fox. <laughs> Prove you don't. If you don't sue me, then everybody's just gonna assume <laughs> this is true, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh Johnny Fox. <laughs> Johnny Fox walks around outside and he follows people walking their dogs. And when, when they, they forget to pick up their dog's poop, he just eats it. This is true. True story. I'm telling you. I heard it from somebody. Sue me. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, though. The uh the whole thing of I'm gonna uh, <laughs> the whole thing of I'm I'm gonna, <laughs> I mean Mer, I mean Mer started to sue uh Alan Powell Alan's still waiting for that too uh hell I'm you gotta be proactive like this you know you really gotta you really gotta make shit happen I've left Johnny Fox alone for like a year you know how many people want me to continue fucking with Johnny Fox like nobody watches my Dave content by the way if you don't watch the Dave content but you watch the Johnny Fox content you're fucking retarded Dave is hilarious anyway anyway they want it they want it and I want the smoke with somebody I've been looking for a fucking fight with some of these internet people you know, but like everybody fights with Ralph or fucking, you know, Cog or like all these like 
I try to find at least original people. R- Ralph is Ralph is boring. Um, yeah. And I mean, well, you know what's gonna happen if you get into a sissy slap fight with him? Yeah. And it's not it's not gonna be exciting or interesting, except for the people that like that. For the people that like that kind of thing, it's the kind of thing those people really like, right? But for me, no, no, I was I was into it with Johnny Fox just lying. He would just lie about everything. Uh, you know, I, oh, I sold a hundred thousand copies of the book <laughs> that I totally wrote myself. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred, a hundred thousand. Meanwhile, oh, Sam, you've only sold forty, and I'm like, yeah, that's actually that's pretty, that's pretty good. good. <laughs> that's pretty fucking. Again, ninety percent of publisher, uh, Random House publishing authors don't sell that many. So you're outselling authors that actually have a contract. Yeah. No, no, I secret agent man and Johnny and then the uh, dice golden. I can't fuck with him anymore. He's kind of graduated from that. He's a, he's an esoteric guy. Again, if you don't know any of this stuff, cringing over coffee, check out the odyssey. Like you think, you think Dave's not funny. Go watch the one where he yells the N word at his black neighbors through a bullhorn. Oh, Dave. Oh, Dave is, Dave is hilarious. Or how about all of his Omegle shits lately? My God, he goes on Omegle and he's just like, he's so inept at like social interactions that it's the funniest fucking shit I've ever seen. But no, Johnny Fine, look, I am a man of the people. And Johnny Fox, I I gotta do something. And like, I could just point out his videos and say how bad they are. But like I can't even bring myself to watch more than three minutes of them, so I got to do something else. So what I'll go, what I'll do is I'll say a bunch of true statements about Johnny Fox, so that maybe he does follow through on his lawsuit. True statement. No, I, he eats dog poop. Well, Max, I that's one hundred percent true. By the way, I know I've I know I've mentioned this, but literally the reason why I first discovered you was because Johnny Fox or Falco Punch sixty four at the time. Uh, which was his pseudonym, brought you brought you up in an interview that he had it was with my me. brother. By the way, it was that, my brother he was talking about. Yeah, well, yeah, I realized that now, but like back then, I didn't know. I didn't know that that was the case. No, that that was great though. My brother like made it like confusing as to who I even am, and there's a whole new set of legends of Max Sand that have nothing to do with me. That's pretty good. No, he. No, he he think think of it this way. He, he made it he made it so confusing that I was curious as to like who this supposedly real evil guy is. And then think of it this way. That is that supposedly evil guy wound up becoming my co-host. And I know Johnny knows it, and he's probably seething about about now, like, like, why did I do that? So Johnny Fox. Here's another, let me tell you about Johnny Fox. Johnny Fox is so poor that he actually goes to uh, McDonald's in the middle of the night to the to the dumpster and digs through for like bits and pieces of sandwiches to eat. This is a true story. No, that is true. I, I've actually I've actually seen him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another thing about Johnny Fox that a lot of people don't know 
<laughs> is that is that not only is he gay, but also like he's only attracted to black guys, and they have to be like big. Like he doesn't like like he likes big black guys, you know, preferably like muscular big, not necessarily fat. Because like he's the fat guy, and he doesn't want two fat guys in the relationship. Because then your roles are slapping up against each other and shit. He's not into that. He likes a big, burly, built black man to just fuck him in the ass. That's a true story. Wait, wait, we're not we're not talking about Milo. No, no, no. We're talking about Johnny Fox. Yeah. Well, it's you know, it's it's hard to tell. I mean, I know that Milo is supposed is supposedly Catholic. Well, Johnny Johnny Fox looked up to Milo very much, so there you go. That's probably where yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'll admit I thought it was kind of cool that we had a gay conservative there for a while. But uh, they got Brandon Straka now. Yeah, no, he, he's less entertaining, but you know, he's less of a fucking shit show too. Yeah, no, he. Yeah, no, he's actually well. Like most of the most of the gay conservatives I know that I actually know are like very low key about it. So, what else? What else could we talk about Johnny Fox? Hmm. Well, there was that one time. <laughs> since, since you know, since Cynthia lives to just throw things out there, there was that one time where he gave his sister a fucking stroke and then blamed me. <laughs> See, what happened was, what happened was, you know, he said that we called his sister or contacted her on Facebook or something and said some crazy shit to her and she had a stroke. Uh, granted, she had a stroke five years before any of that happened, but whatever, that's not the point. So here's what really happened, though. I, I learned this. Uh, somebody had told me this. Uh, this is, uh, you know, information from a source, right? Anonymous source. That actually what happened was, is uh, he whipped his dick out at his sister. And that caused her to have a stroke because it was so small that she laughed so hard that she had a stroke. That's, that's true. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I I believe no, I actually did hear the I actually did hear that you actually anybody caused... wants to let Johnny Fox know about this show, by the way. He has a Discord channel on his new YouTube channel. I can't get into his Discord, okay? He will fucking nuke me, and I don't even have a Discord anymore because I got banned. But if you would like to let Johnny Fox know of any of the wonderful uh, uh, stories that we've told about him, the true stories, by the way, 100% true. He eats dog poop. He likes big black dick. These are all true. I, you know, why would I, why would I lie about anything like that? These are all things people have said to me, you know, anonymous sources. So if he wants to fucking, uh, if anybody wants to let him know so he could, you know, talk to me about it, you just jump in his discord. Uh, I'll, I'll even drop a link in the chat. I, why? Yeah. Why would, uh, I mean, why would he, why wouldn't he, why wouldn't he listen to this show? Yeah, it's, it's it's a good show, and you know we just got nothing but some truth. In fact, he just 
he's just put up a video about DSP a couple hours ago. So yeah. Oh, I bet out. I bet that's really riveting. Yeah, it's like it's almost like DSP Jr. <laughs> talking about DSP. No, uh, no. Let me get this link for chat. Again, yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody who wants to just uh, jump into this chat here. Uh, the server is called the Blue Moon Saloon. And uh, here's the link. You can go tell Johnny Fox, hey, Max is saying some wonderfully true stories about you. Maybe you should take a listen. And then you can sue me, Johnny. Sue me, Johnny. Sue me, Johnny. <laughs> I don't know how much glee you have on your face for when saying that, too. Well, the thing about Johnny Fox is, is that he likes to masturbate in public. You know? It's weird. I, I, you know, I don't know anybody like that, but he's apparently that's his thing, you know? And I'm not going to kink shame. Look, he likes big black dick and he likes jerking off in public. What are you going to do? This is what he's into. Well, I, well, I, you know, I could think of worse things. Yeah, yeah, this could be worse. I mean, you could eat dog poop. Uh, he does that. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Uh. Or you could just be an unfunny loser. You know, like him, or or you could be a or you could be a plagiarist. Also, yeah, he's done that. Hmm. That that's. Oh yeah, see, that's the one I really want to hammer home. Johnny Fox, John Faulkner is a plagiarist. There we go. Sue me. Well, well that that's how that's how it, that's how he came up in in this conversation. To be and you know with. what's funny about that, Sam? He's gonna hear that. And he's going to say, oh, Max doxed me. Max doxed me. Don't buy it. Johnny Faulkner is not his real name anyway. He pretends that it is so he can play victim. Then he says that that's his name. And if you repeat it, he says you doxed him. But it's not his name. That's why. Yeah. Just, just to be clear, I didn't dox him. Hmm. I know his real name. I know where he lives. Dude, the girls that he's... Uh, by the way, th here's another true one. He sends uh, unsolicited dick pics to girls and they're very unflattering to his own dick. I've seen enough Johnny Fox dick pics for one lifetime. And I'm going to tell you, you know, the, the, there's, a, there's a certain hmm. meme in certain circles of under five. Try under four. <laughs> and I see, I just don't get why you would send your why you would send a dick pic. Uh, not only that, but if you're really fat, you don't just like, oh, I'm going to lift my gut with one hand. Let me tell you, chat, this is what he does. I'm going to lift my gut and hold it out of the way with one hand. And then the other hand, I've got the camera and take a picture <laughs> and then send this to women. Let me just, uh, let me just, let me just say, uh, and if he wants, to, this is the great part. If he wants to sue me, then I'm going to bring these pictures into court <laughs> because this is a hundred percent true. So what, 
Yeah, dudes. So if he wants the pictures of his small dick while he holds his fat rolls out of the way to be matter of public record, then please, by all means, Johnny, sue me, bitch. I wanted to pick a fight tonight. I feel good about this. No, let me let me just say this. Anybody else I should pick a fight with while I'm at it? Well, I've been I mean, up for one. It's been a rough month. I really need to get out some of this uh, pent up aggression. And uh, yeah, anybody else? Mersh. Mersh also well, eats dog poop, by the way. <laughs> well, Mer- well, I'd yeah, say he I likes mean, big black dick, but everybody knew that. Mm-hmm. Well, Mer- well, well, I can tell you that Mersh secretly has a crush on Jesse. The reason why Mersh... It's not a secret. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Mersh was like trying to... Mersh was trying to enter Jesse's pants. And Jesse was like, whoa, Hollywood Mersh. I'm a, I, you know, I'm a happily married man. Like, uh... You know, we don't need to be doing that. So that's what that's the fucking ship we really need. We need to ship together Johnny Fox and Mersh. Oh, there's your morning zoo. Oh, God. That show. 10 out of 10. Because one guy's got the fucking, the always copy CD. I just don't like it. And then, and then Johnny Fox is like, oh, they talk like a Muppet. <laughs> and then the toilet flush. <laughs> well, d- well, d- does Johnny Fox like cat? Does Johnny Fox like cats? Well, no. sexually, yeah, of course, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, I thought everybody knew that. That's a matter of public record. Johnny Fox uh, fucks cats. Yeah. Oh well, then Mersh might want to like keep the cats in another room. I'm just. I'm just I'm just pushing this fucking guy as far as I can tonight, huh? Yeah, he's, and he's see what he likes to do is he likes to take the dog poop, right? And he he keeps that in one hand while he fucks the cat with the other hand, right? And then the big black guy is fucking him in the ass at the same time, and then he eats the poop. True story. Yeah. <laughs> I had a couple of anonymous sources tell me that one. I, you know, I don't, I don't know, about, I don't know about that one. That seems pretty far fetched. I, I thought so although, too, but like, although this, this story was confirmed by multiple anonymous sources. Well, you know, Max. Here's the thing, though. Uh, you know, today I learned that Joe Biden. Uh, was born uh, was born was was born in Israel. It all comes full uh, circle. So, so you know, so after learning that today, I mean, who else? That that's kind of the point, right? Is like Johnny could Johnny could say that yo Max is just making shit up, but uh, you know, again, Joe Biden was born in Israel, and you know, I. I thought that I thought that was BS too, but you know, apparently it's not. So, you know, there you go. You know, you learn something new all the time, and and today you learn that Johnny Fox uh, eats poop, fucks cats, and likes big black dick. 
It's true though. I'm, I'm still not. I'm still Allegedly. not. As, I'm still not as mind blown by that as I am by the fact that uh, Joe Biden was born in Israel. I mean, that's just still really like mind blowing. Yeah. Um, see, see, Johnny Fox. He was a. Uh, he was born in San Francisco. Which probably explains his love of big black dick and poop. No, no, him being born in San Francisco explains a lot. Yeah. Because they think they're all like talented artists as well. Damn. Sam goes harder with one line than anything I've said. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there anything else before I keep saying Johnny Fox stuff? Because uh, I could. No, I mean, I I can't think of anything. Ba- basically, SS Sniper isn't as bad as everyone is saying that she is. Um, well, it's more like YouTube's never going to be fair, so why are you even asking them to? Just drop yeah. them. If it bothers you that much, you should drop them because they're not going to, they're not going to fix this and make it right for you. She's going to keep making money. Uh, yeah. And I don't. And, and if she gets demonetized or gets suspended or anything like that, she's just going to make more money. Cause what, cause what people don't get about these e-thoughts is like their controversy just makes them more money. So the more mad you get about it, the more money you're putting in her pocket. To me, she's just another. She's just another e girl. Well, she is. Yeah, totally. And she should come over to Rumble because that Jack Films guy should have just gone out there and beat the fuck out of her. To be honest with you, like. Uh. Well, I mean, given his reaction, I don't think that's his. You know, he was he was crying. Yeah. Uh, why? Why would you now? See that—that's the real shame. Why would you cry over a mildly attractive woman like wanting to come over to your house? Because he's a zoomer. It, that's how zoomers are. I, I cry about mildly attractive women saying hi to them. If a mildly attractive woman said hi to me, I would fucking you know. No, it's just that zoomers are all gay. Change my mind. Yeah. Change my mind by acting like men over a yeah. long period of time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've seen enough to where it's going to take a lot to change my mind, but Zoomers, man, you get like, bro, if, 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 a, if a semi pretty girl shows up at your house to talk to you and you cry, that's not, you're not a man. So all this shit about well, if a, if a you know oh if a woman if a man did it to a woman, well a woman did it to a woman so, because that guy's obviously a woman because he cried. Yeah, he's trans or whatever. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't understand Zoomers. They, if you ask me, the Zoomers have too much of the Zoomies, which is that thing that. <laughs> <laughs> that dogs do when they run around super fast. Well, 
actually, I did have one other thing to talk about. So I saw a thing going around, a friend of mine that had posted regarding, oh, there was a concert, some band in Arkansas. I don't remember the name of the band. It's not anybody I've ever fucking heard of. I'm sure they're very successful, whatever, whatever. If anybody likes that band, I apologize for not knowing who the fuck they are. However, they apparently left the stage because a bunch of people in the crowd threw glow sticks on stage. And everybody was like, oh, see, Zoomers can't even go out in public. Bro, I've been throwing shit at concerts long before there were Zoomers. Motherfuckers want to say that that's a Zoomer thing to fucking do? Let me tell you something. Woodstock 99, we burned the whole place down. Woodstock 69, they threw shit at Jimi Hendrix, okay? This is not new, and it's not unique to fucking Zoomers, and I will defend them on that one. In fact, throwing the glow sticks, I told, did I tell the story on here about when I threw a can of beer at uh, Polly Shore? No, but no, but you're my hero because I, I would too. Because Okay, I'll, I'll give the brief version. It was a uh, gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, fuck you. And 2009, because I know somebody's going to be like, oh, next into the gathering. Yeah, I got a fucking ICP tattoo too. Fuck you. Um, like uh. their personal friends like fuck you uh so at the gathering crazy wild place it gets fucking raw right me my wife and our friend who all went together we're sitting at the uh the the what is it like the place that sells food right they had because it's a campground so they got a little restaurant set up whatever we're sitting there eating food and uh Next to us sits down to shout out, by the way, to the dirty white boys. Uh, they are fucking good friends, have been for a long time. Dirty white boys see me, they come over, we're chitting, chatting, and they roll up a blunt. Uh, they're from California, so it's a grade of fucking marijuana that I'm not even used to. Okay, it was fucking crazy, and uh, we're all smoking the blunt and talking. and my wife and my friend had been wanting to go see Pauly Shore since they heard he got announced. He was doing a comedy set in the middle of the night at a tent. DWB, the Dirty White Boys, uh, Dirty and Delusional, are like, yo, Max, why don't you come with us over to the VIP bonfire? And I'm like, yeah, let's go to the VIP bonfire. You know, the one where Ice Cube's at, the one where ICP's at, the one where all the artists here are at. Yeah, yeah. Vanilla Ice, fucking the Cottonmouth Kings. Let's go there. My wife and my friend were like, no, we wanted to see Polly Shore for months. We've been talking about it. We got to go see Polly Shore. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we could also. And, and, and you don't want to like come off as like a fucking dick rider. So I'm trying not to say, hey, do you want to go hang out with all the celebrities? So I'm like, yeah, but we could go to the VIP bonfire. You know, that'd be fun. Maybe uh-huh. probably Cheryl will come by afterwards. Hint, hint. No, weren't having it. So I'm already pissed off at Pauly Shore. I hate him at this point, right? Whatever. I'm stoned out of my ass. I had had a lot of beers. I got hit in the head with a beer earlier out in the pit, by the way. Yeah, motherfuckers just throwing beers up in the air. And one of them hit me in the head and I picked it up and fucking chugged it. Anyway, <laughs> that's how it is. Like, this is why I don't understand. Oh, they threw some glow sticks. So we go to Pauly Shore 
we had already missed like the first 10 minutes of his set and everybody was booing him. That's when we walked in. He was being booed before we even really got there. And I walk a little closer and it's because people are like, do the weasel. He's like, oh, no, I don't do that anymore. That's beneath me. Da, 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 da. If you came out and you want to see some comedy, then you stay. And if you don't, if you just want to hear the weasel, then you need to leave. <laughs> and then people started throwing like trash at him. And he's like, guys, if you keep throwing shit, I'm going to leave. And I'm looking at Polly Shore say that. And I look down at the beer in my hand. And I look up at Polly Shore. And I look down at the beer in my hand. And I look up at Polly Shore. And I look down at the beer in my hand. And I was like, eh! <laughs> and I hit him dead in the fucking center <laughs> of the chest. And he was like, that's it! I'm out of here! <laughs> bitch. Now, I was very drunk. I was very, very drunk. I did just admit to an assault, essentially. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure I'll be fine because I've told this story for years and it is yeah fi- yeah 15 year 15 years later what's yeah. the what's the statute of limitations on that Dude, I told the story on Twitter and tagged him in it like two months ago so yeah no no I just I just I had to I just I at that moment in time I was just like I fucking hate Polly Shore. I, mean, I don't hate him now. Like I'm over it. I think I got it out of my system. Listen, we we all we all have an I hate Polly Shore <laughs> moment, I think. Yeah, it's a pretty reasonable thing to have. Um so yeah, I've I've thrown a few things at people at concerts. Another one was a band God, what the fuck was their name? They were a vampire themed death metal country band it's hard to explain but they were really really bad on top of it being a bad gimmick oh yeah i i i, rem- I don't remember what their name is but i remember that like no every- you wouldn't remember them because this wouldn't be something that you would have known about this was like an underground band uh they opened up the gathering of the juggalos in 2002 and oh they, they weren't they didn't have a song you would have ever heard of i guarantee it Maybe maybe this was a well there well this was probably a, di- a different band but there was there was a there was like like a there was like a country goth band that all the goth girls in my high school liked for some reason. Yeah, yeah, no, they they you wouldn't you wouldn't know who this was. I guarantee it. They were a nobody band even then. They got to open the first. They were the first band to play on a three day festival. Put it that way. So they, they're not exactly got high billing again this was 2002 and um they're out there playing and they were just dog shit and uh i i forget how we had come into like there was a whole bunch of quarters where we were at like on the ground and so we just started whipping the quarters at the band and i I hit the lead singer like right in the fucking teeth a couple times. Ooh. Yeah. Well, they sucked. Uh, the other one was Bubba Sparks. I uh, I threw something. I don't remember what at Bubba Sparks. If you don't know who Bubba Sparks is, yeah, neither does anybody else. 
I've heard the name, but I can't say what he, he or she. He had a hit song in like the mid 2000s called Ugly. Oh, yeah, yeah. He wasn't exactly, he's like a one hit wonder. And he, and what happened was he was the, like, okay, so like the gathering is an ICP event, right? Yeah. Right yeah. before ICP, he was his set. He was the right before the main event of the whole show. So everybody's there. They started playing his one hit song and everybody was like, yeah, cool. This guy's going to come out and do, you know, everybody's into it. He didn't come out and they had to replay the fucking track twice. And then he finally came out completely fucking shit faced and fell. He started rapping and he fell. And that's when we started fucking throwing shit at him. Ooh. And then apparently he got his ass beat. Uh, by some of the other bands on the way out the door. So, oh wow, Gathering's an interesting fucking place. Let me tell you. But uh, yeah, no, nah, leave the Zoomers alone. They can throw some shit at bands. And if you're the band, and they're because what it was is they were making a cool visual of throwing the glow stick. So there was a sea of glow sticks in the air landing on the stage, and it actually looked pretty fucking dope. And they were not in any real danger because oh so oh so the. Oh, so the Zoomers weren't even being malicious. No, they weren't being that. malicious. I was oh. being malicious. That's why I, that's yeah, why yeah, I told yeah. the stories to prove the difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted to hurt Polly Shore. Well, again, so does so does everybody. I mean Yeah, I think everybody feels that at least once in their life. I just happen to be the guy that did it. Family family guy even did a bit on it at yeah. one point. So so yeah, they just wanted that cool visual, and it was a cool visual. If you if you get a chance to see the little clip, it's cool to watch. All it's like a sea of glow sticks all going up and falling on the stage, and then the band standing ankle deep in all these glow sticks. It's pretty fucking dope. But they, I'm sorry, uh, whatever the name of that band is, you're a bunch of bitches. You're a maybe bunch that, Maybe do, they, do you guys know that Marilyn Manson put up fucking nets because of people throwing trash at him, right? His own fans. So, yeah. like, I don't respect that. If you walk off stage over that, like, look, I've seen instances where I understand uh, another gathering incident. Somebody threw a battery at Redman from the Wu-Tang Clan and he fucking left the state. Bro, you throw a battery at my fucking head? Yeah. These were kids throwing glow sticks to be, like, cool. And they, they, nobody was hurt. Nobody was gonna get hurt. Fuck you. Yeah, who knows? Also, I do have to point out that I wasn't at the gathering, but the, the year after I went in 2009, 2010, Tequila, Tequila got the worst I've ever heard of. You ready for this story? They put a watermelon in a porta potty on thursday when they got there and they put a string around it and they let it ferment in the porta potty until saturday night when tila tequila took the stage oh no and they threw the the porta potty watermelon at tila tequila now granted yes she was a doing an awful performance it was it was bad I've seen the video again. I wasn't there, but I've seen the way it was really bad. She was rapping or whatever, but uh, I don't think throwing a feces watermelon at her was justifiable. 
shit gets a little wild sometimes, you know. Oh, that's right. She had a she she like tried to be a rapper there for a second. I... Yeah, yeah. Actually, Tom Green, the comedian, came out and like calmed the crowd down and kind of protected her. But yeah, they definitely threw a shit watermelon at her. Eh. Like, man, yeah. think of the amount of trouble they went to for that. I, I, it's not worth it, bro. It's not worth it. Well, it's not like she. Had, it's not like she hasn't been covered. It's not like she hasn't been covered in, <laughs> in either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've been mm. a concert. I've seen so much shit at concerts. Like, bro. Like, here's the thing. As a guy that's worked a lot of security and a lot of backstage at concerts, a lot, a lot. If you can't handle rowdy crowds, you should not be in the entertainment business. Retire. Don't do live shows anymore. Just just make albums. Yeah. If you can't handle it, because I'm guaranteeing you're going to go to a tough city like Philly. You're going to go to a tough city like Chicago. You're going to go to a tough city like fucking L.A. where they're not going to fucking put it. Like if you fuck up the song, somebody's going to throw some shit at you. They're yeah, going to heckle you. They're going to yell shit at you. They might even like you and still do all those things. You're going to yeah. run into that. If you are a performer on stage, I guarantee you the fucking Beatles ran into that. I get it. You know what I mean? The Rolling Stones have had shit pelted at them on stage. 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah they've had. Bombs. They're not above it. It nope. happens to all of them. The greats have all had it happen. Some nights you have an off night and the crowd gets mad. Some nights it's nothing you did. It's just that literally you're in New York City and New York fans are fucking crazy. That's yeah. it. Something, you know. So if you can't handle that, you should not do live tours. And I know a lot of people that that's what's weeded them out of the fucking business, actually. Yeah. I, I have friends that they were like, I can't take this. This is too much, even though it only happens once in a while. So, yeah, that's part of the gig. And, yeah. and it's not exclusive to like crazy rap or rock groups either. This happens to pop artists. Oh, it happens in country too. Oh, country can get, well, the country has a lot more beer bottles. You know, like beer bottles and country music, get, you know, that's. Yeah, my. Uh... Sometimes they be throwing cowboy boots. I've seen that in person. Uh, yeah. Country fans are fucking crazy. They, they get yeah. very drunk. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. I, uh, I, uh, I have a, I have a lady friend who, uh, who, uh, who's actually an independent country artist. And she was, uh, technically, she's like, Man, a lot of these, a lot of these guys into country, they make really crass comments, and I'm like, yeah, welcome to, yeah, welcome to the music industry. You're, a, you know, you're a very, she, and she is a very attractive woman, uh, you know, in, in uh, I hate, I hate to put it like this, but that's part of what you're selling, lady. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and if you didn't realize that, well, now you kind of do, and it's yeah, it's disgusting, but. That's part of the fucking thing, right? There's some guys that are going to buy your record or whatever or buy tickets to your show purely to ogle you and they don't give a fuck about your music. That's that's true in any genre. Yeah. 
That's the same thing with you guys and your women wrestlers. Even though you know women's wrestling is garbage, you have to. You have eyes. Yeah. But you, but you, but you have eyes focused on other shit. You don't give a fuck about the wrestling. You're just simps. I get it. Because <laughs> uh... if you gave a fuck about the wrestling, you would be like, get these bitches off TV. Yeah, no. Suck. Unless their name is Charlotte Flair or Rhea Ripley, they suck. Yeah. Fight me. Well, I, I well, I know I know one or two guys that might, but they would all get their asses kicked because because you are, as some other people have said, uh, a fucking gorilla. Yeah. That pretty much. That that's my that's my favorite insult is is uh Max is a fucking gorilla and I'm like yeah he is yeah, it, it really like watching me on here doesn't do justice I I'm a very big guy <laughs> like like if people who've known me online and then and then they meet me in real life are like holy shit it's because I'm a bit proportional you know. Like a lot of guys are either tall and skinny or tall and super fat, so it kind of stands out. But like, I'm built or, more like a linebacker. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm. You Since know. we're dragging it out, I, I can tell the story. I'm not saying I'm a hard ass. I'm just saying that my ass got hit by a car yesterday, and the car broke, not my ass. <laughs> That's true. Not Johnny Fox true, but like real true. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, no, yeah. So I'm walking. I'm doing my walk, right? Got my music on, but I pay attention. I don't have it super loud because I'm not stupid. And this gas station, I guess like they have like a service station too. And they had people lined up on the sidewalk, which is fine. You know, I'm, I'm just walking around the cars. This old man, I say old man, he's like a boomer. He's like 10 years older than me. He he's um opens the door to like get into the car or whatever and pushed me into traffic as I'm walking by. And oh, yeah. my ass got hit. Literally, I'm not joking. My ass got hit by a car and the mirror broke. Like the mirror of that car hit me dead in my left ass cheek. And broke off. <laughs> Needless to say, I was not in a good mood, and I did threaten to fucking beat the old man up. I kind of just decided that that was not a good idea after a minute and walked off. But yeah, I just think it's funny. You know, I'm not a hard ass, but my ass breaks the car, not the other way around. I think the moral of the story is that Max is superhuman and you shouldn't fuck with them. <laughs> I think the moral of the story is, is that Max has the worst fucking luck. <laughs> and yeah, he's still coming on here and cracking jokes. Oh yeah, so. I've been limping ever since, man. It wasn't pleasant. It still hurts. My ass is bruised. Oh, Got a big old fucking cut. By the way, the person that hit me did not stop. So I was just like, oh, great. My wife's like, why didn't you call the cops? And I was like, well, because I wasn't dead and they took off. So I wasn't going to catch them. Yeah. It's not like there was cameras or whatever. So 
Yeah, yeah, one of those situations. Fuck it. But hey, now I know if your fucking passenger side mirror is knocked off, we have words. Well, maybe maybe better maybe go that... get that shit fixed before I find you, motherfucker. <laughs> maybe that was secret agent Boomer. Maybe he tried. Maybe he tried to. Maybe he tried to off you. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like a and... day in the life of me, though, man. And shit like that is very common. And it's like, well, what do I do? Do I beat up this old man or do I just fucking take it on the ass? Literally? Well, no, you take it. I should have. I should have beat up the old man is the answer. Well, I regret well, that. I'll probably go back down tomorrow and be like, hey, motherfucker. Remember well, me? Now, well, no, you take it. You take it. In, <laughs> You take it in. You take it into Discord and uh, you know, or no, into Gilded. Sorry, and you make a, you make a teachable moment. Um, True. So, which is what you did yesterday, with, without revealing any of the other names uh, in there. So. Yeah. But you can always uh, learn from getting hit by a car in the ass. I mean. I mean, that's the best. That's and that's what I'll blame uh, as to why I'm a bit fucking off the wall this week, right? It's it's just I'm in a shock or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I I don't have anything that can that can compare it to that, but uh, all I can say is I've had a canker sore for the past week that that kind of hurts like a bitch but i'm not Fair enough. those things do suck yeah but this that's one of those things like okay i'm not like uh you know i'm not like necessarily an anti-vax but it it does seem weird to me that like we figured out covid and like you know a short amount of time supposedly and yet we still have no idea what causes canker sores I don't know. I don't know. So, but I, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't get hit by a car. That's the best advice I can give. Don't, uh, don't accidentally, don't actually bite your lower lip. That's what I advise. So true, true. Yeah. Also, but, uh, don't forget that Johnny Fox uh, eats poop while he fucks a cat and gets fucked by a big black dick. And most importantly, is a plagiarist. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, even that's not original. He stole that idea from somebody else, too. Wait, wait, he Ain't stole nothing. The, Wait, he stole the idea that he would that he's a plagiarist. No, no, he stole the idea about fucking cats and eating poop from Shane Dawson. <laughs> Sorry. Uh oh, yeah. Now we're going to get fucked with. Now we'll get real sued. Be great. Well, look, my wife won't like that joke at all, by the way. <laughs> she used to like that Shane Dawson guy. And then it came out that he said he fucked his cat or whatever. And I never let her forget it. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Poor, Ma poor, uh, poor Maxine sound. 
Oh, poor me. She used to fucking watch that guy in my house. I had to hear it. It's terrible. Do you know how fucking annoying it is to listen to a homosexual talk? Like, do you have any idea how annoying it is? <laughs> we should end the show before I get us fucking kicked off the air. That, yeah, that that's good. That's gonna get clipped. That uh, no, that's... but what's the point of clipping it out of context? Because I will repeat it. <laughs> what, listen. Listen, I've already been accused of being an Islamophobe. Um, you know, no, but I can so. listen to them talk. Right? I could talk to them. It's just listening to some gay. It's not even just listening to a gay guy talk. It's listening to a gay guy talk about his life. Uh I'd rather I'd rather listen to a woman talk about their yeah, life. Yeah, no, anyway. no, no. Here's what I here's what I don't get is the 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 super like wispy gays. That's him. Oh God. And 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 when she first watched him, she used to swear up and down to me. I was like, that dude's so gay. And she was like, no, he's not. No, he's not. And then at one point it was like, oh, did you hear about him and his fiance? And it's a dude. And I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, so he is gay, and you owe me an apology for all those times you screamed at me about it. And she was like, no, he's not. He's bi. And I'm like, yeah, that's the same thing. I'm so, Look, women is... Yeah, no, no, it is, is it is. Women is whatever. But if you're a man and you have sex with other men, you're gay. <laughs> just because you will also have sex with women, that just makes you a hoe. <laughs> you're still gay. You cannot unsuck a dick, motherfucker. Yeah, no, that that's that's just true. Yeah. So if you suck a dick at all in your whole life, you are gay. And that yeah, and that and that's not a joke. No, that's not a joke at all. And also, like, that's not a fucking high bar. Just don't suck dick and you won't be gay. Like, if you can't if you can't manage that. Because, see, most guys, when the thought of that comes up, they have, like, a disgust reaction, right? Like, no, there's no dick going anywhere near my mouth, right? If you don't have that strong disgust reaction, so much so that you put the dick in your mouth, you're gay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I think I've made Sam uncomfortable enough for one episode. No, I I think is is I think did did Apex Scan invade Max's body? No, no, it's just that's why I was a good you know fill in co host. It's like we're just similar in a lot of ways. One is yeah. That we do both believe that if you suck a dick, you're gay. Well, yeah, no, I, I unequivocally believe, believe that. And, yeah. and in fact, in fact, uh, a, a guy I know once like was like, "I'm not gay, I'm bi," and I'm like, "No, you're, you're still gay." Yeah, you're so. just you're you're gay, but you're a hoe. That's all. You're still yeah. primarily gay. 
because it takes a large amount of fucking homosexuality to put penis in your mouth or anywhere else. Unless it's your own penis, and even then it doesn't go in the mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Or a vagina. Yeah. Or a girl's mouth. Hmm, what about getting your dick sucked? See, that's where it's a little bit of a gray area. I still think gay if a dude sucks your dick, but some guys say not. Um, no, it's it's gay. Yeah, that's pretty gay. You know, I mean, he's super gay for sucking it, but you're still pretty gay for like letting him, you know? Yeah. I guess there's degrees of gay. Yeah. Uh... My thing is, if you're going to be gay, just please don't fucking lisp. That's my only, that's my only request. If you're going to be straight, act like a fucking man. That's my request. I'm so sick of fucking Zoomer, effeminate bullshit. Grow up hair. Put some fucking, you know, they say like, like, this is a thing. Like, kids think it's an old wives' tale. Like, when they say, that'll put hair on your chest. No, like, things really will put hair on your chest and make you a fucking man. There are things that do that. Drink fucking way too much whiskey. That'll put some fucking hair on your chest. Have a near-death experience. That'll put some fucking hair on your chest. And also maybe pump up your fucking testosterone. Because as I understand it, the is- average T level... Among Zoomers, as they've tested it, is between three and uh, four hundred nanometers. Uh, na- I'm sorry, nanograms. What? What? Micrograms. Whatever they call it. Nm. And it used to be a thousand. Yeah, mine's like a thousand. Which I, is- my doctor was like, "Yours is almost high enough where we should be a little concerned." <laughs> Not the not to put it out there, but it was like the twelve hundred mark, and he was like, "Yeah, it's a little high," but of course, when it's a little high, they test you for certain things, testicular cancer being one of them. And I came back clean, and they're just like, "All right." So you're you're so you're a manly man, basically. I guess I know because that was like, if like a thousand was average thirty years ago, right? Then twelve hundred would have been normal. Right, yeah. average would be about the fifty percent mark, right? So twelve hundred would be like the sixty percent mark, like sixty. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grow, grow some fucking, get some fucking tea, eat some fucking shit that's not full of BPA plastics. Fucking get some hair on your chest. Sammy's got hair on his chest. What are you doing? You know? Yeah. I won't show mine because it's, I I mean, there's too much already. No, no. I'm much hairier underneath my shirt than I am. That's my point, though. The the fucking crippled guy is more manly than than some of y'all. Yeah. Do something stupid. You know? I started a political podcast when I was 14. Well, yeah, I kind of meant like life-threateningly stupid. No, no, I, I, you know, I, I, I had to do the self-dunk though. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like what, what did we used to do? I mean, go outside's a good one. Get off the fucking computer. Stop talking about Israel on fucking Twitter. 
Ain't good for um, you. Oh, my my favorite thing is Zoomers now also claim that they invented going on walks. Yeah, I was laughing at that. She's like, guys, I invented a silent walk. It's when you go for a walk and you don't look at your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Zoomers are real smart. I can't believe yeah. they figured that one out. Yeah, that's Me like one doing of the- 30 miles a week without a phone, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Since I was like 15, I've always walked. And I, I didn't even know. Here's the thing, Sam. My son, uh, seven, right? I did not have a cell phone and certainly not a smartphone until he was born. So 2017, 2016, 2015, 2015. This is the first time I ever had a fucking cell phone or a smartphone. Wait, you're talking at like a, a you're not just talking at like a smartphone. You're talking at like a cell phone, period. Period, yes. That's actually amazing. Well, I always called it what it is. I don't need an electronic leash if people need to get a hold of me, I'm not hard to find. You like I have a house phone you can call. I have a business phone you can call. I don't need a phone with me every second of the day. But then when we had the boy, she's like, "Oh, it's fine. I get a fucking phone." Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it is. If I, if, if not for that, I would not have one today either. Uh, yeah, sometimes, well, sometimes I wish they would bring back pay phones, honestly. Yeah, I just, my thing, like I'm saying, I had a house phone. I, I, what did I need a cell phone for? So that people can bother me when I'm out living my life? No, fuck you. Why does everybody okay with And then motherfuckers all get phones and what do you do? What do you motherfuckers do? You're guilty of this too. You're guilty of this too. And Sam's guilty of this too. What do you do on your phone? You call people? Or do you fucking text? I I I do call people. In fact, but do I you act- mostly text? No, I act I actually mostly call because Fair enough. I mean, yeah, I do I do text somewhat, but I actually prefer to call because um, because my like it's easier. Because you're me. usually doing it by voice anyway. Yeah. So it's... I, I I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. No. But no. But I I. And that's. Well, ladies. everybody else is just sitting there like texting. They're like, I can't make phone calls. I get so much anxiety because I me 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 me. Fucking break the thing. That, get that... rid of that fucking habit. You don't need to be tied to a goddamn piece of technology for the rest of your fucking life that makes you antisocial and fucking a bitch. By the way, if you can't make a fucking professional phone call, yeah, you're kind of a bitch. Also, if you can make a professional phone call, you should put that on your resume now because all these Zoomers that can't, it's actually a skill. It's become a skill. Yeah. A few people do it. Yeah, you actually said that to me and and I was kind of like, you actually said that to me last week, and I was like, I, you know, you saw my facial expression. I think I was shocked. 
shocked. Although, lady, also ladies, like, there's no reason to text a guy on a date when he's literally across from you. Uh, if you're bringing your phone out on a date, there is no hope for that relationship. Just, just to let you know. If you are on a date and you're texting while you're sitting across from the person that you're dating, that relationship is not going anywhere. Yep, I found that out. I found that out a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And if the other person's doing it, same thing. Yeah, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be on your phone. I, I you know, if you get an emergency work tech, but this is the fucking problem. See, is this is what I'm saying? Is I wouldn't get an back in the day. Wouldn't get an emergency work text. Do not, do not disturb, folks. Is your best friend? No, off is your best friend. Leave it at home. Well, yeah. Get rid of it. Throw it off a cliff. Free yourself. Return to monkey. I wish I could. I really do. I, I fucking hate these things. I really do. And I'm a tech guy and I fucking hate cell phones. With a passion. I still have an MP3 player that works. So what? Yeah, I used to have all that shit. I, used to, I, I did everything to avoid cell phones, man. I fucking hated them things and I still do because it is an electronic leash for anybody who wants to get my attention when I'm fucking busy, you know? Yeah, it is. That's I'll tell you not bringing your phone everywhere all the time is a great way to fucking like have hobbies and not be because look, all this parasocial fucking text messaging shit anyway, ain't actually socializing. It's not. It's it's not helpful. It's not it's not making you a better person. It's not making your life better. It's making your life. Th- these are making your life worse. They're they, reducing your attention span. They're reducing your ability to socialize with people right in front of you. They've certainly made helping. They've certainly they've certainly made dating a, a a fucking nightmare. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah, because I say that. I say if somebody pulls out the phone, that relationship's not going to go anywhere. But how many young people don't do that? Like none? <laughs> like none? It, it, Especially Ma- women? Max, it's it's not even it's not even that. People go on the phone to find dates now. You know, like I I I tried Tinder once as a joke, never matched. But like, but like, yeah, Zoomers think that like Tinder is where you go to find dates. It's not. I thought Tinder was where you went to find Fox. Well, yeah. Well, that's not the same thing. No, but but I mean, if you're just no, up just no, 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 no. Her, then she's sitting on there on the phone all day. Who cares? Because it's not a long relationship. I'm saying if you have any hope for a relationship. Even if she look, if she's on her phone, that's my that's, that's on my, her. That's my point, though, Matt. You, gentlemen, gentlemen, if you're on a date, put your phone away permanently. And I do, yeah. Do not sit there on your phone, even if she is. Be polite. I'm telling you, that relationship's not. If she's on her phone, that's not going to work. It's not going to work out. 
Okay. I've, but, but even if she does, you make a habit of not doing it. Talk to them, ask about them. That's another problem young men make is they, they don't want to ask about the women and they want to tell about all their stupid autistic hobbies that women don't give a fuck about. Just ask them about themselves and then let them talk. And gentlemen, if you can't listen to the woman answer the questions about herself because it's annoying, and again, that's not going to work out. That relationship's not going to work. See, you can't I stand to listen to her. It's not going to work. I did, but all she wanted to talk about was how much she loves Starbucks coffee, and like I asked what she, I asked mm-hmm. what she wanted to do with like her life, and I think she heard me, but I'm not sure because. She went on to talk like her favorite Instagram filter or something like that. And mm-hmm. I could. Right. And so you didn't take my advice then. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the kind of inane bullshit they're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah. Good woman or a bad woman. It doesn't matter. Yes. You have to sit through that, Sam. Yeah. No, I, I, I realize I'm going to have. But like, do do I have to pretend to know? No, no, it? you don't know anything. Have her explain it. Yeah, no, I, I, well, no, because in that's my interesting. Day, I'm not on Instagram. How how does that work? In well, in my defense, I did ask like about because she she talked about Starbucks, and I I asked. I'm like, I haven't been to Starbucks in forever. What is that like? And she looked at me like I was a space alien. Mm-hmm. That that's what's that's what's fascinating. I need to give classes on this shit. I swear to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. women are weird. Yeah, this is a surprise, but like they're gonna talk about shit that's inane and boring and that you have absolutely no interest in. Just like you want to, this is why I say young men are like more womanly than they fucking think. Just like you want to do. If you want to just talk about yourself to a woman on a date the whole time, you're being womanly. The the woman's supposed to do that. And so if you're the man, you kind of have to let that happen. I I, see. I don't. I'm not saying you. I'm saying that you know what I mean. All these guys want to talk about their fucking favorite video game or whatever. Or, or or their favorite fucking train or yeah i guess i guess i'm a little i guess i'm just a little shocked because i've heard that like women are supposedly like the smarter like gender right like, <laughs> from who women <laughs> well seriously seriously and, and like from- you know like the iq averages don't back that up right well, yeah. N- well, yeah. Now, I, since well, yeah, since college, I've figured that out. Like, right, right. Just, uh, just wanted to make sure. Yeah, no, they're not the smarter, at least in the terms of what we measure intelligence by. Although their their IQs might not be as high, but their their empathy quotients are very, very high. And you gotta blah blah blah. Like, look. Well, the thing both I've women always- aren't that fucking into any of the fucking intellectual pursuits that you're gonna be into. The That's thing, not how women are. The thing, the thing that I've heard more is that like women mature faster, and I'm not quite so sure about that necessarily. 
I don't know. I see a lot of young girls fucking being very immature these days. Although, uh, yeah, guys, yeah, you know, no, that's what I'm saying. See guys in their twenties that look like they're fifteen. If you don't it, look, if you don't look like a grown man, people aren't going to treat you like one. And that doesn't mean you have to be very tall or muscular. I'm not. I'm. I'm but, five. I'm like five four. But and... if you. If you look like an adult and you treat yourself with some semblance of seriousness, you can overcome that. Yeah. No, people think I'm like, you know, some people think I'm a man. And in my defense, I'm sitting down all the time. True. But like, I also look like I'm in, I also look like I'm in my mid thirties. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, look. It's easy for me to say being giant and intimidating, but like, yeah, being intimidating in some way, women like that. This is why, this is why a lot of these guys can't catch a fucking bite even for a date is because they, they, there's nothing intimidating about them. They're weak. They come off weak. They look weak. They have little flimsy little wrists. They don't get tans. They, they don't work out. They want to talk about their video games. They, there's nothing like, about their life that they want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like what they're doing or um, like what their ambitions are. They want to talk about stupid, inane bullshit, just like the women do. And that's why the women, the women don't yeah. need you to talk about the stupid, inane bullshit. That's what their girlfriends are for. They don't want to hear that. You know what they want to talk about? Them. Them. Yeah. You want to be a good, you want to be a good date, be a good listener and ask questions and the kind of questions that are really lame like oh really could you tell me more about that that's interesting yeah. that's it let her talk all about herself for fucking three hours if you do that you might end up hitting that pussy at the end of the night i'm not even joking that's that's not a joke yeah no i i, I believe you they might not know a fucking thing about you from the entire date because you haven't said shit about yourself. Still, they'll think that you're such a nice and good guy that that's how the date ends. I don't All know. you got to do is listen and ask questions that give her an opening to talk for at least another five minutes. Well, I, well I'm, a, I'm, I'm a pretty good interviewer, so as long as... All I have to say is tell me more and she can just talk. I'm happy. Always talk over Sam. Please, <laughs> please, ladies, please do that. Yeah. At this point, at this point, it happened so much. It must be a fetish, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ex except when I say I don't know a thing about Starbucks. Then the whole fucking place goes quiet. Well, here that wouldn't be a problem because we don't have those. What's a Starbucks? That's the coffee place, right? No, I'd literally yeah. would have to go like 45 minutes to find a Starbucks. Like easily. 45 yeah. minutes or more. Probably more. Probably like an hour. Probably have to drive an hour for Starbucks coffee. But Dunkin' Donuts will be across the street from a Dunkin' Donuts, and then right next to that will be what we call Honeydew, which is a local donut chain. I 
I have a, I have a Dunkin' Donuts right down the street from me. So, yeah, there's uh, Starbucks just in the thing around here, which is good because their coffee tastes like ass. I mean, I, I mean, you're not wrong. You know, Dunkin's quality has dropped. The, uh, it's a little bit, but like the, the thing, this thing, the thing with Starbucks is it's a thing where like where mostly white women go to like it, it's their equivalent of like the bar basically. That's the best way yeah. from what I from what I understand. It's like so yeah, it's and that's why women enjoy talking on it, I guess. So, yeah, I'll ne I'll never get it, but I would have uh, I would have let the girl talk about it all fucking night and then like, oh, that's great. What kind of coffee do you like? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. my wife, my wife's not a Starbucks uh, person. Yeah, no. If, if you if if you had actually met me while I was still in college, uh, especially all yeah, things might have been different. So. I might have, I might actually have an Australian wife by now, so. Oof. Oof. I thought you liked humans, though. No, no, she was, she was really hot for an Aus, for an Aussie. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to, uh, I had to keep going with all the offensive shit tonight. You should probably put a stop to me. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think this is uh, a good place to I call it quits. Uh, as, Having too much fun. Uh, hey, we, we, we could keep going, but, uh, you know, we'll just keep derailing. Amazingly, people are still watching too. I'm sure chat wants uh, this shit show to be over with. Uh, so, without further ado, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know, same bat time, same bat channel next week. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. And uh, eat a steak, gentlemen. For the love of God, eat a steak. I think, I think my sniper wolf take offended at least somebody. Nice. I I he, believe that. Uh, so doxing is cool. Yes, doxing is cool and fun. That's what I said. You can quote yeah. Me. All righty, folks. See you, see you next time. Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash Report. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy, in that order.